Previously on Dicing with Death Georg's studying is interrupted by a summons from the Baron, who is convening his council to discuss the matter of a new sheriff. A man named Darren has volunteered to take the position. While inexperienced, he has a good head on his shoulders, and he gets the council's stamp of approval. And so Misty Rapids gains a new sheriff. After some more days of study, Georg finally masters the spells of water breathing and Leoman's tiny hut. He reveals his progress while having dinner with the Baron, and the two end up talking late into the night, during which the Baron becomes quite inebriated. The subject of the Baron's father's poisoning comes up. The next day, Georg decides to head over to the Barrows to investigate the death. Inside the tomb, Georg finds the desiccated corpse on which he casts past life, and has a vision of the last few seconds of the Baron's life. He sees the now deceased Baron trying to cut down his wife, but before he could, he succumbs to poisoned wine she gave him moments before. Georg returns to the keep and finds a hungover Baron song, to whom he reveals his disturbing vision. The Baron scoffs at Georg's tale, and deciding discretion is the better part of valour, Georg lets the matter be, at least until he has more information anyway. With some free time, he casts water breathing and heads to town, where he is confronted by Mother Oldman's lackeys. Georg puts up some token resistance as he is dragged off to be purified. He puts up quite the performance of drowning and plays dead, only to interrupt Mother Oldman mid-gloat by coming back to life. Startled Mother Oldman demands that Georg be purified once again, but Georg grabs Mother Oldman and loudly declares that he has stared into the abyss and has been judged worthy by all the gods. He also suggests that perhaps Mother Oldman subject herself to purification before striding back to shore. After composing himself, Georg notices there is quite the crowd gathered around him, and so he gives them a speech about his purification again, and tells the crowd about the temple to the west, and then leads them there, gathering more folk along the way. Upon reaching the temple, Georg shows them the statue and declares that this is a temple devoted to all the gods and that he only sees a pillar and not visages of the gods like the rest do. This revelation has a strange effect on the gathered people and they kneel before him as he departs with a little help from magic he dimension doors away into the tether wilds, leaving his following behind, and returns to the keep. He informs the Baron of his purification, and the next day he decides to journey to Thornwood, but not before once more making a stop at the Barrows, and uses past life on the Baron's deceased mother. He has a vision of a peasant woman in a field that is murdered by Knowles. Perturbed by the vision, he delays his journey to Thornwood to bring the revelation to the Baron. The Baron immediately tricks Kel Crystal into following them to the dungeon, 
and after a short interrogation, Count Crystal reveals the truth of the sordid affair. The previous Baron suspected his wife of adultery and wanted her executed, but he was murdered before the act could be done. Afterward, Cal Crystal helped to fake his wife's death and plan her escape before the Baron's will could be carried out. Cal Crystal also divulges that the only clue to the missing mother's location was that she mentioned Pernices before she left. His task complete, Georg resumes his journey to Thornwood, allowing the Baron time to process the revelation and Cal Crystal to ponder her fate. In Thornwood, he learns a little more about the Red Shield cousins and also reads up on the Rainwood region. He devotes a few days identifying Demon Eye. He learns that the cursed dagger will always appear in your hand for combat, whether you want it to or not, and bestows combat penalties on the user. His preparations complete. He travels to Rainwood, hoping to get the lay of the land before the party. What's the deal with Baron Song's mother? Will Georg find and confront Lady Redshield? Is Georg now a religious cult leader? Find out next time on Dicing with Death. Why, hello everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Ryan, how are you doing this fine morning? Good. Uh, I'll just stop said intro. I was a few seconds behind y'all. Oh, right, right. Well, uh, here we are with some Dicing with Death a little bit later than our usual Dicing with Death, Dicing with Death time, but just in time for us. Um, what's been going on this last week? We didn't get to see you for shenanigans this week, did we? No, I was in Seattle this past weekend. Hanging out with the girlfriend. Hang yeah, and her sister and sister's fiance. Right. We were up for visiting. Did some some camping on the Olympic Peninsula. Got some outdoorsy time in, and then yeah, touristy stuff in the city. It was a lot of fun. Right now, I'm trying to figure out what this tack on ray is. You're threatening to blow me up with. <laughs> oh, I'm just joking around. I threatened Ryan with a attack on or a Tycon Ray to come back and kill him from future Georg who builds a laser beam and then kills his former self so he can replace his former self, but you know. Spoil you just spoiled the end of the campaign where where level twenty ninety year old wizard Georg invents a, a death ray. Well, I guess if it's spoiled, we might as well just end the campaign right here, right now. Yep, yeah, alright, let's roll up another character. Alright, I've already got him rolled. He's ready to go. Uh, yeah. What but, about you? Any 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 news? Anything to update the denizens of Twitch chat on? Lauren has arrived, my wife. She Indeed, has finally made it back. It. And we have completely rearranged the room. And the stereotype of like a woman's touch to make a place habitable is 100% true because within less than half, half a day of her being here, less than half a day, my room is way redesigned and looks way nicer than it did before we, we already have a, you already have a better background even in the last day oh well no, we're no we're no we're no longer consumed by the light that surrounds us all yes this is a this is an addition of my own design actually she doesn't get credit for this this is mine my credit um it helps block out the light 
just kind of keeps keeps things a little bit more balanced. Now I've got like a nice fan on me right here to keep the heat out because it gets hot in this room with these two giant lights and no insulation in the wall in the southeast corner that bakes all day. So, anywho, that's enough about me. Um, anything that you want to share with us before we hop right into game? I don't think so. Is there anything I'm supposed to be sharing? No. No, 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 no. But you're in Rainwood, or I should say Georg is in Rainwood. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I think I walk in on foot. I'm pretty sure my phantom steed expired just outside of town. Right. But you've I, already come into here and you Yeah, stayed. I think we already... Yeah. yeah, I think I already booked an inn, but I don't really remember much, so perhaps you can remind me, or I mean, I guess we can explore Rainwood in character, or yeah, I guess however you want to take it. Yeah, um, well, let's, let's we've start got with... About a, we've got about a week until the party that uh, I'm investigating. You have four days. The party four days. In, well, so you spend a night, because you come in pretty late, So, but when you yeah. wake up in the morning, it will be not tonight, not the next night, not the night after that, but the night after that, so... You know, four nights from now. All right. For once, I am too loud. My. I can bring my volume down a little bit. Uh, that seems I fine would... to me. I don't know what they're talking about. Oh. Okay. So you can you can tell that we did a thorough sound check. As always. Production production value number one. So you wake up on Wednesday the eighteenth, and okay. the party is over here on Saturday the twenty first. I know this calendar is backwards is, for you guys. Is, oh, this is May. Yeah, this is May. I had watched Hardcore Heroes this past week. I thought they had finally caught up with me, but I guess I'm still still in the future. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll stay that for way. now. We'll no spoilers, but. For now yeah yeah so with the with the several weeks break for those for those guys it looks like i'll have some time to churn up trouble yes, yes. Some villainous side plot or side quests for them to pursue uh so you are in rainwood it yeah. is this uh medium-sized town of about five thousand people predominantly human, but there is a sizable dwarven and halfling population you've noticed in the streets as you step out the morning. You are staying at the, excuse me, at the Riverview Inn, which is one of two inns in this town. The two inns are actually across the street from one another, uh, looking at each other. The other inn is called the Soggy Bottom. That's, and, that's right. I did not want to stay at the Soggy Bottom. Uh, and down the street, there are a couple of taverns. You see the Drunken Donkey and the Flea Bite down the street from where you're standing. Uh, as the, the streets of this town are not paved in any way, shape, or form. They are just muddy, nasty-ass, ruddy sloshes through town with puddles in them all the time. You can imagine that when this place rains, after, you know, it's called Rainwood, it probably rains here quite a bit, that this the streets just turn into awful, like, quagmires of uselessness. What did you say the name of the inn I was staying at was? Riverview. Riverview, okay. Does it indeed have a view of the river? 
Uh, you think it probably once had a view of the river, but <laughs> since then things have been built up around it, and it no longer has a view of the river. Okay. Um, great. So I guess I'm hanging out in the common room of this of this inn. Yeah. Uh, I am somewhat off duty, so I think my tabard is in one of my pockets. Okay. Uh, just a simple black robed. Wizard. I guess I look pretty wizardly, don't I? There's no way to get around that when you're walking around in black robes, is there? I mean, you got this big staff, you got the robes, you got all these like got... different pouches hanging off of you that probably I think produce I look a lot of different actually. No, I've got a, it's a, it's, I've got deep pockets, Ooh. but I have no pouches. That's right. All, yeah, so I had just a plain, unadorned black robe with a bunch of hidden pockets. Then you probably don't look like a wizard. You probably look like some sort of weird traveling monk or something with these robes and this walking stick it's not a walking stick it is a well it's a walk yeah walking a walking stick a short bronze serpentine walking stick yeah walking staff okay you, you definitely look like an outsider yeah i was thinking about disguises but yeah we'll see yeah. um and i'm probably a little scruffy from the journey i think i'll i, I guess it won't be much of a disguise but no longer shaving every day with Carl, at least for the last however many days from Thor- it took to get here from Thornwood. What is Georg's beard capacity? On a beard. roll of three to 18 with an average of 10 and a half and a standard- Is that reintroducing a beard score? What, how, what is your capacity to grow a beard? Are you like, do you have a German capacity? Or a, a Nordic? Are Germans known for their beards? Maybe, well, I think Germans are maybe a little above average. Are you like Asian or Nine. Swedish? With your beard capacity. Average beard. Okay. I'm 17, so it's probably patchy and just coming in. But it's, I think, more so than... I think I started the campaign with a a patchy nerd beard. Okay. All right, all right. Right. So you've got a a few days' growth on you. Uh, Yeah. Is it a Garrick light-haired or dark-haired? Dark, I brown... Brown scruff, scruffy hair, but it's been dyed black from all of the iron powder that I work with. Okay. Uh, and brown eyes. So, okay. dark, so dark a darker beard as well. Yeah. Okay. The beard is probably lighter than my, my hair is black from all the all the enlarging and reducing that I cast, but lighter colored beard. And you have I guess a... let's step out. I ha- I didn't get a good look at the town as it was dark, so I'll after breakfast I want to take a peek around. Sure. And then maybe ask I do a tavern and get the lay of the land. Four days, huh? Yeah. So I... Well, the three days. I don't, I don't entirely know the region, but I think I'm pretty close to Anvil. But I don't think four days is quite enough to take care of that. See what these carrot guys all about. So maybe another time. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to remember what other side business I had to take care of. So, stepping out into the streets of Anvil, uh, do I see a keep? You what? do see a keep. It is a little bit of ways from town, up on a bit of a hill. It's got that same Mott and Bailey style that uh, that Misty Rapids has. Okay, so palisade wall, mm-hmm. stone building, yeah. and keep. 
Uh, no wall around the city, though. Nope, nope. Thornwood, uh, Rainwood is open. There is a yeah. river that runs on the south side of town, which, well, yeah, mostly along the south side of town, which you suspect is where most people get their water, although you do see a well here or there as you wander through the muddy, filthy streets. It looks like this is a mostly agrarian area. There's a lot of oxen pulling carts laden with various I, goods. I can hear them. You can. Infernal beasts, thinking a racket. They are smelly, stinky, and loud. Um, so, what what are you looking for? Um, I think I'm going to go to a tavern and get the lay of the land. Uh, just a sec. I'm going to swap out knock for ESP that morning. Uh, so, I guess I discreetly knock my door open. Sure. Uh, uh, and so there are a couple of taverns very near yeah. to you. The Drunken Donkey and the Flea Bite are just down the street, but you presume there are other taverns as well. Okay, so I, I, I go out for a stroll. Uh, maybe I walk around, and depending on how big the town you gave me the impression that it's a pretty small town, yeah. Center uh, with 49, a lot of 49,000 people, uh, 4,900 people. The center is pretty small, and the rest of it kind of just sprawls into farmland. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the mostly humans? Like as I'm walking around, seventy percent human, twenty percent dwarf, ten percent halfling. So there are there's a sizable dwarf population. Yeah. Okay, and mostly peasants. Yeah. Do I, do I draw sideways glances as I walk through the streets? Or? Yeah, but you're used to that by now. You're this yeah. black-robed, bronze-staffed man walking about with all these filthy peasants. Yeah, you I see various. Uh, watchmen walking around in pairs, but they mm -hmm. seem fairly relaxed. They're wearing studded leather with spears and shields, but they're not actively, you know, searching around. They're, they seem very relaxed about everything going on. They don't seem too worried. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm a little unsure how to I guess I've already presented myself quite brazenly, but I'm not sure how far my reputation precedes me. If I will be like, I don't think I want it known that Art Carl of Misty Rapids is here poking around in Rainwood asking about these. God, I always forget their names. Whether what? Wendelins. Wendelin. He didn't even give me time. Wendelins. And I'm stubbornly refusing to write that name down. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it's probably a cover up or not important. He says after three episodes of the name being important. <laughs> So we'll see. Um, are there other? So I'll, I'll walk around town enough to see if there are any other taverns. Yeah, you come across a few other taverns. Um, so the Blasted Barrel, the Drunken Donkey, and the Flea Bite are all kind of the lower, dirtier taverns around here. There's a, a nice tavern named Winnie's and Simone's over mm -hmm. near the river. Uh, actually, a common tavern named Winnie and Winnie's and Simone's over by the river. And like a very nice, shapely tavern called Crown Rose, that's got mm -hmm. some beautiful woodwork uh, that kind of has curls and little embellishments all over it. Uh, that stands well apart from everything else, off on the side, with an actual view of the river. Hmm. 
where to where to ask for, where to get the best rumors. Let's start with Winnie and Simone's. Okay. You head into Winnie's and Simone's. It is your everyday common level tavern. Uh, the sorts of people that are here are the upper middle class. You know, not not the nobles, but the the merchants, the smiths, the those that sell or produce solid goods. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a fairly lively place. There's a minstrel playing over in the corner on an instrument, having a good time. Uh, there's a couple of people sitting about discussing business or exchanging drinks, even though it's quite early in the day. No one seems to be getting hammered in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the innkeep comes over, barkeep comes over to you and waves a slightly dirty rag at you, trying to catch your eye, and says, Ah! A traveler! What can I get for you? I take a seat. Do I look... I don't know that I look like a traveler. I don't have bags or anything like that. Well, that's what she says. Maybe a little road-weary. Uh... uh, Just a... Just a red wine. And I take a seat at the bar. Certainly. Got into town late last night. I'm here on vacation, taking some time off. Where is it that you hail from, good traveler? <clears throat> Says the middle-aged woman. Uh, south. Never been to Rainwood, but it seems like a nice, quiet place to clear my head. That it is. Get yourself nice and far away from all the troubles of of the the county seat and the hustle and bustle of politics and commerce. Not much use for that out here. Hmm. She hands you your wine. So who runs this place? Who's the local lordling? She gives you a bit of a surprised look and goes, oh, uh, Baroness Elizabeth Torden. Torden. Mm-hmm. How to ask about the Wendelins without asking about the Wendelins. Hmm. Hmm. I'll enjoy my wine and I, the uh, patrons of this bar, this establishment. They look like they're mostly tradesmen, craftsmen, merchant level people, and there seems to be more business than pleasure going on here. Uh-huh. As I said before, no one's really you know, drinking hard. It just seems like lots of people are having conversations about trade and commerce. Say absentmindedly to the barkeep if she's still around. It seems like there's plenty of uh, commerce going on here. He said the Said Rainwood was light on the hustle and bustle. Well, I don't know how you folks do it down south, but up here we we like to have a drink over our talks. Uh, but this is as complicated as it gets, you know? Hmm. Uh, I think I need to go to somewhere seedier. This place seems we'll see. pretty nice. Like, no, I shouldn't yeah. say pretty nice, but very tame, very 
Kind of like the town forum almost. Yeah. Um, so I'll hang out here for a little bit, finish my drink leisurely, okay. and then head back to the seedier part of town. Find, find some unscrupulous folk to get the real lay of the land. So you find yourself uh, standing in front of the drunken donkey. It's just down the street from your inn that you're staying at. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I pull my black hood close over my face and step in. Okay. I actually slide my... Nah, I like my walking stick too much. Thought about concealing it in a pocket, but... The drunken donkey has a... Oh, you actually rolled for your beard skill. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Uh, the the drunken donkey ha- is slightly built into the ground, so it's like a half floor underground. It's got a roaring hearth in the center of it with a chimney that kind of looks like it maybe also helps support the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some wind chimes out the front and side door. There's a small kitchen in the back. But it's very poorly lit. The windows here are made of glass, but they've got maybe years of grease caked onto them. Or just, you know, some smoke that's blown on. They're kind of dark and dingy. They don't let a lot of light in. The roaring fire in the hearth does produce a good amount of light to see things by, but it's still very shadowy. And as the flames flicker, the shadows dance on the walls. The barkeep. Excuse me. The barkeep is a very young man, maybe just a year or two older than you, uh, fairly average height and build. He's got a dark features and a brow that holds itself very down. Like he looks like he's serious or dour or something with him, you know, uh, an emotional youth maybe. Yeah, walking past the chimney, I twitch a little at the shoddy construction should not be a should not be a weight bearing structure <laughs> and, uh, and stride over to the bar the youth gives you is kind of a, a grunt of acknowledgement this isn't, isn't the barkeep or is the barkeep it is the barkeep yeah okay. <clears throat> wine Red wine. And I sit down and slide my slide coin over. Lean back. He shakes his head out of confusion and walks over. You see him looking at a barrel and like blowing the dust off of it, pulling it out and putting it up. Oh God, I'm trying to figure out how to cork this thing. All right, here you go. He brings you back a glass of wine. That barrel's probably been sitting there for a while. Um. How bad is it? Uh, I mean, it's old wine that's been opened before. How fine is Georg's taste? And he's a kid. He's just trying to look like a badass secret wizard. Yeah. So it's it's wine. It's red wine. Tastes like vinegar. <laughs> um. Sounds like they're having some issues with stream lag. We. I don't that's know. That's a Twitch issue. Uh, Twitch has been having lag issues all day long. We are super good on the stream side. So, uh, for those of you watching the stream, I'm sorry. 
But there's nothing we can do. Hashtag blame Twitch. What are you talking about? We always blame Neil. Oh, that's right. I severed the cables to Twitch's servers. It's my fault. There are a couple of other people in this place, often twos and threes. There's two people actually off on their own. Everyone is kind of you know, keeping a lot of space between them and the other groups. It looks like it. It's the typical men's room situation where you come in and use one urinal, and the other person goes to the other side of the room, and you try and like they're, space yourself out as far as far. What? They're pissing on the floor? No, no, just like the spacing is yeah. very similar to like a men's room urinal spacing where everyone keeps as far away from each other as possible. And I'm about to stand awkwardly next to someone pissing and like leer over their shoulder and ask for rumors. Yeah. Uh, what is the, does the bar tender hang around to see what I want or? Is... Uh, he's like within earshot, he's leaning against the back wall, okay. watching, waiting for someone to signal for another drink. Yeah. I'll lean in probably shortly after tasting my wine and grimacing um, and lean it. How close are other patrons? Like are there other people at the bar that would? There's people 10 feet away, but they're kind of like talking to each other in low voices. Yeah. So. so I'll lean into the bar as well, tilting my head down and gesture the barkeep over. He comes over, leans in. <clears throat> I'm looking for an insider in the in-house Wendelin, perhaps a servant or something. For the Wendelins? And uh, someone with, with information. There are a couple of Wendelin estates here. They own more than one tract of land. You got any idea which one you're looking in? <clears throat> in town or the one out in the country? I think anyone with the information I'm looking for will know which, which estate I'm I'd be referring to. And what sort of information are you looking for? I like look side to side and then at this kid sizing him up. Do I trust this, this guy? Can gold seal his tongue? He's a bartender. That's how he makes his living. Yeah. He looks like a, a scrappy youth. His mm -hmm. clothes aren't in very good shape. He's got a, a bit of a smell around him. His hair looks like someone just took a pair of sheep shears, just went snip, snip, snip across it. Yeah. <clears throat> Word on the wind is that there's a, well, a shindig at the Wendelin estate this coming weekend. Yeah. There's a party going down. Well, um, my cousin's a butcher there. 
They hired him to roast a pig for it. Well, provide so then, pig. So then, as I thought, you do know which estate I was referring to. Yeah. Which is it? One of the um, countryside. So that was the one that I passed on my way into town. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. I so will... what do you need? I will have produced a gold coin from my pocket and I will be like playing with it or something like that. Like made it, made it obvious and mm-hmm. twirl it around in my knuckles for a second or two and then maybe conceal it up a sleeve. Um, yeah, I don't know what the going rate is for information, but at least to indicate that I am willing to pay. Uh, what's this? What's the occasion? What's this 34? Well, you know them upper-class nobles. Every now and then they just like to throw a big shindig. Hmm. Flaunt their wealth, show it off to others. Remind us that in this world you've got the haves and the haves-nots. Pam is gold. Okay. I could try getting an invite, but it seems showing up uninvited, invisible, or something like that may be just as effective. probably find another establishment more to my liking okay kill a day um what does more to your liking mean uh higher quality more people dirtier people for sale better wine (laughs) uh the wine at Simone and Winnie's was Simone Winnie's and Simone's was pretty good yeah can I brood there with my hood up? Yeah, totally. Okay. I brood at Winnie and Simone's with my hood up. Actually, should I go to the Schwanky Schwank? Nah, Winnie and Simone's it is. Um, and I'll probably just kill some time there, see if any inspiration strikes, but I think we'll want to fast forward a little bit. Um, so I mean, so I probably got my paper out. I'm working on my design of the water clock. Okay. Uh, how much time would you like to pass? Um, maybe the day. Maybe we'll see. We have an ESP that's probably worth. Oh, hold on. There was something I wanted to clairvoyance on. Oh, I remember. I remember. Um, I'll have to probably wait until tomorrow to rememorize spells, but I do want to periodically 
check up on uh, Lady Dysek mm. and see how the pregnancy is progressing. We'll have to, we'll, we'll probably have some missteps as I try and uh, gather this information from afar, but. Are you gonna well, like clairaudience, clairvoyance your way into this situation? Yeah, probably, probably clairvoyance. Okay. So, that'll, but that'll probably have to be, the, like, I don't think I can memorize spells at this juncture. Okay. Correct? I Correct, yeah, it's been half a day. Yeah. So we'll, we'll do that tomorrow. Uh, all right, so we can just skip the whole um, day if you'd like. Okay. It is okay. now also... It is now Thursday the 19th. The party oh, okay. is on the night of the 21st. Mm-hmm. Do, does it seem like caravans and things head, uh, head south out of Rainwood? Yes, it does. Frequently? Uh, you don't know about like frequently, but... Like messengers and things. This morning, you see a bunch of wagon ruts leading out of town that weren't there the day before. Okay. Uh, and the depth implies a large number of wagons. Okay. I also have another another plan. I don't know if I'll execute it from here in Rainwood. So my general idea will be to uh, send Tyrus Demon Eye, and I think the the um, yeah. what I want to do is send as like a package of like an inheritance or something like that. So like send him like a box with a bunch of shit in it. Under a, with a messenger saying, "Some uh, some rel- someone left him this shit. Here's a bunch of random trinkets sent amongst that as a dagger, and the hope is that he'll at least open it and inspect it. I don't know exactly how the curse works, but my impression is that once you, if you pick it up and draw it, it's considered wielded, and you will be cursed. But I have not tested it so far. I've handled it very carefully." Well, you can easily send a package. So, That's not yeah, hard. Yeah, so I to think do. that afternoon I'll go. I'll like assemble said package, and I don't think. I mean, I'm willing to spend gold. I don't think it's important what's in it. I think just a few like random, tr- like a cup, like a random bauble, some like necklace, that, you know, worth like five gold or something, just to make it, you know, just to make it look like a sorted. So it's not like obviously here's this here's this dagger, suspicious dagger that shows up at your doorstep. Right. Right. Okay. So you're going to have to spend a couple of gold on baubles and trinkets, and then you have to spend some money to have someone deliver it. Say that again? And you'll have to spend some money to have someone deliver it and box it up. Yeah, so that's what I think that's what, so in in skipping to the next, I think that's what I'll do that afternoon is assemble this little gift box. Okay. Um, And the contents aren't important. Nothing will be like written on it though. It'll just like... Random things moment, look like mementos, but nothing obvious, like that he would understand. And I'm, if I can find a messenger that day, or do I need to do it? No, there, there are messaging services okay. that you can find pretty much anywhere. Okay, and I'll I'll tell I'll tell the guy that I'm a um, a, a scribe and that I've been entrusted to pass this on. Um, and the message to deliver is that a, a former man at arms passed away. Uh, 
someone that Tyrus had served, that had served under Tyrus, mm-hmm. had passed away. Um, here in here in Rain, Rainwind, and had no no next of kin, and he left his possessions to to Tyrus. Uh, don't give any name, but just that's that's the brief story, and just see that this is delivered to him in Shirebrook. Describe whatever needs to be described. Tyrus Bellows in Shirebrook is pro- Sheriff Tyrus Bellows in, in Shirebrook is probably enough. And yeah, how much does all that cost? How much does it cost to send a package? Uh, including baubles and everything? Yeah. So uh, I'm, let's I'm say 10 maybe gold total. 10 gold total? Yeah. Maybe. And I will remove Demon Eye from my character sheet. Okay. So it's probably like a necklace or something, maybe like a scarf. I'm trying to think what random shit people would think is, is valuable. Or at least mementos. Okay. Go up with something. A couple gold worth of somethings and pay off the messenger. Cool. We'll see what comes of that. Um, who do I want to ESP? I'll burn my ESP that evening. I don't know if I'll get anything useful. I'll probably that night go and dine at the, check out the fancy tavern on the hill. This is the 19th? That we're on? Yeah, sorry. So I said we skipped, but I guess this is this is what I'm doing while we skip. Oh, okay. So this is all still on the 18th then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that, that afternoon that we sort of brushed over. All right. And you... Sending a package. Um, and then I'll go... Sp- I mean, I don't know if there's anything to describe at the... I mean, maybe... Yeah, why don't you describe what the, what the nice inn The was? nice inn is called the Crown Rose. The Crown it is a two-story wooden building... That looks like a. It was probably built by a carpenter who loved what he did. Uh, wherever there is an opportunity to add embellishment into the woodwork, it has been done. Everything kind of comes out to these nice rolling columns that kind of spiral themselves inward, or they have little fir, uh, wooden ferns coming off the sides. It's a surprisingly nice establishment for such a backwater town. Uh, there are not a lot of people in it. It's two-story, as I said before, and it looks like there is a big winding staircase that kind of goes around the perimeter of the building that makes it come up to the second floor, but also the second floor is open in the middle. So the second floor is almost like just a a walkway around the top. Um, And you can look up there and see there's plenty of nice, fine, fancy folks above and plenty of table space down below. I would say the inn could probably hold maybe 50 people total, and there's only 15 in here right now, so it's not very crowded. But the layout gives it the not like an empty feeling, but a, a cozy feeling to it. Uh, right. um, so I'll, I will dine there, and I don't see any like sigils, do I? You like, do. Yes. Uh, everyone in here, with the exception of the waitstaff and yourself, is a noble. And okay. you got a couple of curious looks when you came in, but your clothes are nice. You've got a, a very nice walking stick, right? You could be yeah. a noble who happens to just dress humbly. And you've got an exotic... I, I, I don't think I dress humbly. I think, I, I mean, I, I'm wearing this, like, super expensive black silk robe or whatever. 
it's not humble. It's just it's just plain. Yeah, but that, there's almost, a little bit of humbleness to the plainness of it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I like to imagine that this is like futuristic, like super. I don't know, synthetic, over-engineered fabric. <laughs> I don't wow. know. Um, so anyways, but I was allowed in. Like, it, it's it's just de facto a noble bar. It's not like they're checking. Right, well, checking the prices are much higher before. here. Mm-hmm. The same mug of ale that you could buy down the street costs like five times as much for this place. Eh, that's why I pay 350 gold a month in cost of living or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I hang out here. Um, do I see any? I don't probably, I don't have, I probably don't recognize many of the sigils, but if, but I would recognize the crossed wheat and spear of House Wendelin. So. Mm. Um, no, you see no Wendelins in attendance. Okay. Although you do see a member of the Rainwood family here. Okay. Uh, not the Rainwood family, the family that owns this place. They're not Rainwood. Uh, the Torden. You see a Torden here. I don't think I know anything about the Torden, so I don't even know if I would recognize their sigil, but it's probably hanging on a banner right outside. Yeah. Or like up the hill. Yeah. The Um, so at some point I will cast my ESP spell. So I produce a, a copper piece. That may be a giveaway that something's amiss. Twirl it in my fingers, make it disappear and cast my ESP as discreetly as possible. And who would you like to scry upon? Um, I have seven minutes and I can bounce from person to person. I'm not expecting to get much. I'm sort of grasping at straws here, but might as well. I mean, so I'll see what the what the Jordan is thinking, and then other than that, just pick some couple nobles at random. Um, you can, yeah. Um, so I get seven minutes of that. I can do one creature per minute. Uh, okay, the Jordan is just hanging out and talking with a friend of his. You don't get the impression that he is a ruling family member, probably like a a cousin or a niece or a nephew or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tord in, in name, but just kind of of the noble class. Not not really an important person. Mm-hmm. Um, as you bounce from person to person, the second person yeah. you go to actually, uh, they are talk. Uh, it is a a woman speaking to a man. And you get the distinct impression in her mind that this man is her husband. She hates him, and you can like they're they're up on the second floor, and you get this image of her thinking about just shoving him off the railing if he stands up and gives her an opportunity. <laughs> you you get the feeling that she probably wouldn't actually follow through with it if she had the chance, but she just is dreaming of shoving her husband over the railing and getting him killed. Uh, But you keep bouncing around. Another person is talking with their wife, and they're just head over heels in love. It almost makes you puke um, right away. Until your fifth minute of kind of scrying on people around leads you to a 
uh, a pair of people, two men, off way on the side. It's not, you know, suspicious where they are, but they've definitely put themselves in a, a private location where you wouldn't be able to overhear their conversation without getting very close. And the thoughts of the, the man, the first man that you scry over, are those of larceny and theft. It seems that he is imagining a, a a chest in a room with a lot of gold in it and some potions. Is this the end of the spell or? No, this is round five. I'll stop there and see if I can catch any more. Do they seem to be plotting this or is he worried that it's that his? No, you get desire and greed coming from him. Hmm. And this just, it's not quite a mental image, but this uh, this feeling of a he's, chest overflowing with wealth and untold riches, maybe some magic potions. He's talking to someone. He said these these were a man, two men talking. Yes. I'll go to the other one then. On the, on the, is will this be my final round or is this the second final? Uh, this will be your second final round. Yeah, you I'll switch to the, to the other one and see if he has similar thoughts. If they appear to be discussing some conspiracy. Similar thoughts. Treasure chests gold, potions, traps locked away, gonna have to break into somebody's house. You don't quite know who, but definitely some larceny is gonna be involved in this. Mm-hmm. Who do the, these men look like? They, they look like nobles, right? That's yep, what you said yep, everyone here was a noble? very well dressed. They've got little sh- half capes that come down to about their waist on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them has a, a fine walking stick with a head shaped into a sil- uh, in the shape of a, a silver wolf. And the rest of it's like a, probably a, what do you call it? A bogwood stick. Um, mm-hmm. They both look to be roughly in their 20s to 30s. Uh, one of them's got a short red beard that kind of sticks out into a little goatee, but is thin along the sides. The other one is clean shaven. <laughs> you don't recognize the colors or the sigils on either of them, but they're clearly nobles. Um, I guess I'll last round of ESP. Um, I think I will be following these guys tonight. I guess we're not skipping much time at all. Um, I will, uh, so looking at the deep pockets spell, uh, a finely sewn gown or robe of high quality material, at least 50 GP value. Mine is actually worth 250 GP. Is fashioned so as it contains numerous hand sized pockets. Blah, blah, blah. Furthermore, there are no discernible bulges where the special pockets are. So I am 250 GP worth of fine black fabric. Okay. I, I mean, I, I don't, so I, I think it certainly looks, I mean, it's anyone who would care to care to know such things would probably realize that it's like a high quality garment, right? Yes, I, yes. I fit in amongst the nobles. You absolutely or fit. Something. Um, your or, speech is different and you have a bit of an accent because you come from a foreign land. Yeah, I don't um, know that... I mean, my my accent is probably all over the place. I speak like eight languages. Mm-hmm. Like that. Um, well, again, I've been here for a while. So I mean, I think... So I've got an accent, but I don't think it's like from... I think it's just like a weird foreign accent. You don't sound like a yokel. Or anything no. weird like that. No, it's 
probably vaguely foreign, but I think I'm pretty good at disguising it if I would need to, or like faking an accent from whatever language I would need to fake an accent from. Sure. And I'm more, I'm imagining like a, I don't know, I'm thinking like, first one that pops to mind, like Melisandre from Game of Thrones. Like she's got this vaguely foreign accent, but it's not clear what it's supposed to be. Right, okay. So Georg's probably got a bit of an accent like that. I probably speak cleaner English than any Englishman, but there's, and maybe that's the giveaway. All right. Oh, I was supposed to, it was supposed to be subdued German, wasn't it? Subdued German? Yeah. What's a subdued German accent like? I don't know. Ask Shrey's in chat, but I think that's how I started initially the when the campaign started. So we'll see. Yeah, I was supposed to be working on a German accent, wasn't I? Maybe, but that was like six months ago. Johnson House. Yeah, I'm Georg. Georg's gruesome. Hello. Pleasure to meet you. All right. So I will hang out and keep an eye on these uh, would-be thieves and follow them out if they leave. Sure. Uh, why don't we do that on the other side of our break and we'll see how that all goes in a little bit bye bye for now see you guys on the other side why hello there everybody and welcome back to Dicing with Death Gerg you have left uh, the very nice inn called the Crown Rose and you follow after these two people when they leave later that evening and make their way into the filthy, dirty streets of Raidwood. Pull my black robe close around me, concealing my face, and follow from a distance. Um, hoping not to be seen, but not exactly my forte. They are making their way to the north end of town. Uh, the further north you go, the nicer the establishment seems to be. Eventually, they both stop outside of a, a walled estate covered with uh, thorn bushes. Um, you're doing your best to keep a distance and to stay out of sight. Uh, but they stop here at this corner for a moment and then kind of move into a side alley that this wall runs aside. Looks like there's two large estates with both their walls built up, maybe like six or seven feet of room in between the two of them. Mm -hmm. Um, They've gone into this little alleyway between these two walls. Each wall is about 15 feet high, which makes a fairly narrow alleyway. Alright, I'll give it about a minute and then peek around said alleyway hopefully like from a distance so i can't get like a jump like does that make sense so like stay across the street from the alleyway and take a look down it before like so i don't like round a corner and get jumped and stabbed your precaution pays off because as you kind of go to look in the alleyway from across the street you see the two men standing right around the corner one of them has a short sword drawn and he's crouched low ready to jump at anyone who comes past him. Uh, they spot you across the way. And there's this I'm, moment of realization where 
they realize you're you're definitely following them, and you realize they were definitely prepared to to jump out at yeah. you. I, I think I just stand there looking like a spooky badass, just like face concealed, six feet of black robes, staring them down across the street. They don't make a move out of their alley, and you don't make a move towards them. Yeah. There's this this standoff in the quiet streets of Raidwood. Um, uh, do I see any sigils on the estate that they're robbing? Any flags or is or like a sigil on the gate? You do. Uh, carved into the stone wall that has a gate in it just a little bit down the block, you see mm-hmm. a sigil of a, a broken sword. Mm-hmm. God, I don't have any of my breaking and entry spells at the moment. Just swapped out knock. Cut the mention door, but that's either it's, gets you in but not out. <laughs> what do you do, Georg? Um, after studying the gate, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll walk towards these guys. They keep their fighting stance. Yeah, I get maybe like seven feet away from the alley. So, boys, what's going on here? I look around. Is there anyone else in the street? Maybe 300 feet down, 100 yards down, there are some people walking through the streets. Mm -hmm. Slowly, taking their time. It's a nice Mm -hmm. evening. They don't give a reply. Yeah. They don't reply. I no. look over at the at the keep. Are there any lights on? In the in the keep or in the estate? In the keep. In the estate. In the estate. Okay. Yeah, where whatever they're breaking into. Yes, uh, it is a two-story structure, and there <laughs> are a few lights on in some of the rooms. Second mm-hmm. story. Whose treasure are you after? I'd say looking, looking back to them. The one with the short sword that's crouched a little bit. It says in a loud whisper, How do you know what we're after? <clears throat> Gold and potions. Isn't it what we're all after? He turns to his companion and says something that you cannot hear. Don't mind me. You can carry on. And I, like, gesture to the gate. Are they? Is there anywhere that the alley leads, or are they just waiting here to ambush me? Yeah, it's dark out. Actually, it's, oh, no, it's all two nights before the full moon, or three nights before the full moon, so it's not that dark. Uh, you do see the alley empties out into a street on the other side of the estate. Mm-hmm. 
the one with the short sword takes a lunge at you. So I think we should really? roll for initiative. We're going that way, boys. All right. Five. Total? Yeah. Uh, you go first. Uh, as I see him shift his weight and go to lunge for me, I reach into a pocket, uh, pull out a fistful of colored sand, and pff, unleash a flash of color spray. Uh, I doubt that they're level six. But I think they just both go unconscious. Actually, I'm going to roll D6. Here I wanted to... So three creatures, if they are level six, they get a saving throw. No, they, they, they fall down right away. Well then. Uh, they're unconscious for two to four rounds. Now, do I revive them and let them continue on this robbery? Do I really need both of them? How many souls do you have in your amulet? The amulet hungers. I could store a soul in, in the amulet. Yeah. Uh, drawing Carl from my sheath, I proceed to, to stab this guy a couple times in the gut. Um, I don't want him to die. I need a hole for the amulet to power to the soul. Uh, so I pull him back into the alley. The one that jumped him with the short sword, by the way. Okay. You pull him into the pull alleyway. Him into the alley, give him, you know, give him the good, make it look like he died from a stabbing, but really I just cut a hole, cut an entry wound and, yeah. And remove his soul. Um, the red light, motes of light flicker around you as you harvest his soul a very faint illumination to the alleyway. Um, I take a peek out of the alley to see if anyone down the street has noticed the commotion or the strange lights. Um, and I think I wait for the other to come too. It doesn't appear anyone else has noticed. Yeah. Um, so it's some minutes later, uh, the remaining living uh, burglar will awaken to find me like squatting impatiently in the alley. Uh, wiping blood, wiping blood off of a dagger. He does wake up, kind of. Oh, what's going? On? Oh. Sees you. Well, that was foolish. Uh, who are you? Do you really want to exchange names? My family has money. <clears throat> Let me live and I'll see what to you that you're a wealthy what you man. Need. I already have more money than I need. If you are so wealthy, what did you need with their treasure hoard? Or is there something else? My eyes glitter with greed. How, how did you know? How did you know what we were after? Who, who told you? I don't know what you're after. I just asked. What are you after? He looks very nervous. Uh, 
it's not the right roll. Has he? He's still on his back, correct? Does he stand from from prone? Uh, is, no, he's like, like sits up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, like, crouched, like squat, squatting down across from him, blade in hand. Rumor has it the under a hood. The the Thord whips have been secretly stashing away a large amount of wealth that they've sent their knights into the soggy hills to recover untold treasures from long-abandoned settlements. Hmm. And harboring away an obscene amount of wealth. That's what the rumors say. We were going to spread the wealth around a little bit. How noble of you. He's not sure if you're making a pun or not. Well, it looks like your partner got himself killed. Shall we continue on without him? What? Well, do you want to find out if these rumors are true? I can't get in without Greg. Damn it, was he the thief? (laughs) He's my lock expert. How many locks are we expecting here? Gotta get inside the house. And then I know the where the treasure is supposed to be hidden. And under the floorboards of an office. But the office could be locked and I don't know how the, the treasure's kept it. I don't know if it's just in the floorboards or in a chest, or if there's a lock on the floor. Um can I can we see the building from the other side? You said it's a fifteen foot wall. Yeah, so you can't you can't see the building at all. There's there's a gate, right? You can see it through the gate. Yeah, if you go out to the front door, uh, if you go back out into the main street, there's a gate. And from I the main street, you can see the building. I stand up, uh, still like holding my the dagger Counter Strike style backwards in my in my hand, um, and I give him a I. I give him like a gesture to follow me back out to the main street. He looks at the Greg. body of Greg. What, what, what about when he wakes up? <laughs> he, he's not waking up. Wait, how did... How did we follow... I walk out into the... St- street and take a look at the house. There, there was a flash of color. What did you do yes. to us? Nothing. A mugger came out of nowhere. Poor guy. Um, I guess I take his coin purse in that case. All right. He was mugged. Uh, uh, how, what is the, is his face all shriveled and whatnot from this whole, whole soul sucking incident? Uh, it's open. Is it just like a face? His eyes are wide. And his mouth is agape in a like a look of eternal terror. That he's not like 
shriveled and old. Okay. Um, all right. What's in the coin purse? Or what valuables do you have on them? Uh, 50 gold in the coin purse. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and on his finger are three different rings. Each mm-hmm. of them look to be... Each of them have a gemstone and are made from either silver or gold. Damn. Um, yeah, I, these are these are nobles. They've got cash. I guess I take it. Okay. Uh, add three rings. Each one of them is worth 50 GP. Interesting. I was not surprising. To, not, I was not expecting to get that. Um... So I, I, after I step back out into the street and take a look at the, at the house. The other guy comes with you. Barely willingly. Barely willing. (laughs) He doesn't take a break for it. Where, where is the, the office? Do you know which room? He nods and points to the, the corner room that you can see from where you are. Second floor. There's no light in the room. The room adjacent to it has light coming from it, though. Uh, how far away would you say said room is? 20 yards? Maybe 25 yards? Oh, oh easy. Um, um I reach out and touch his shoulder mm-hmm. and in with an utterance cast dimension door and teleport us into that corner room on the other side of the wall into that corner of the house, second floor. And we are reeling for a round while we catch our bearings. Alright. You're inside. Dark room. It is dark. Uh, you can see the moonlight streaming in through the very thin curtains, uh, almost mm-hmm. lace-like curtains. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the minute passes and the two of you guys are stable, he, you know, after he shakes the, the confusion from his head, he looks at you with a bit of wonder and maybe a little bit of horror. Uh he moves to the window and peers out to the grounds below. Peers out to the street, turns around and... I'm like ins- inspecting the... Actually, I um, after the minute of reeling, I'll cast a detect magic. What blocks detect magic? Oh, good point. Um, detect magic. Stone wall of one foot. Metal of one inch, wood of one yard. Oh Alright, uh, you very quickly see the floorboard, there's a, a magical aura coming from beneath the desk that's pushed up against the wall. Alright, I slide the desk out of the way. Uh, the desk is heavy. It's on four legs and it will not slide without making a lot of noise. Um... Cast reduce on the desk, reducing its weight by seventy percent. This guy turns to look at you as you like <laughs> shrink the entire desk down. Um, Maybe I shouldn't have allowed a, allowed a witness. I could have just teleported in by myself, couldn't I? All right. Well, 
The desk has been shrunk by 70% and moved easily with one hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are the, the... It's a wooden floor, as I said before, uh, beneath mm-hmm. you. And you can see a magical aura emanating from beneath the floor. Yeah, I pry the floorboards up? Is that what it seems like it's concealed under? Yeah. Uh, you start looking for a spot to, to pry the boards open. He comes over with you as well, pulls out a dagger, and starts... Uh, silently prying alongside you. Mm-hmm. Um, as he does so, he says, I'm keeping the same deal with you that I had with Greg. 50-50 split. <laughs> A bold proposition. Hey, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't know where this was. I nod, but don't say anything. Okay. Keep your voice down. And I don't know, maybe I deliver some instruction for how to properly pry a board up, but we continue our yeah. our uh, work. Pretty quickly, you guys find the, the loose board. And as it comes up, a whole section of boards pops with it. And there underneath the floorboards is a, looks like a chest that's had the entire top removed from it. So it's mm-hmm. like the bottom side of a chest complete with rope handles. It is a foot and a half wide or long, I guess by eight inches deep or wide by six inches deep. So it's not huge. It's like, you know, half a foot by eight inches by a foot and a half. Okay. Shallow chest. Is there anything in it? Yes. Inside of it are gold coins, lots and lots of gold coins, almost exactly (laughs) as he had imagined it with about five or six potions stuck in it. Uh, You sort the coins aside and come across a total of six potions. And I don't detect any magic aside from the potions? Correct. Um, I take the potions. Does he start like filling his pockets with gold? What's what's his reaction to all of this? Uh, surprise, shock, a moment of, you know, getting a hold of himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he looks to you and goes, okay, how are we going to get this out of here? Can you just vanish us to the other side again? I hadn't thought how to get out. Um, I've, I stuff, I start stuffing my pockets, my deep pockets. Okay. I, he, I grab the six potions. He shakes his head at you and goes, there's, there's no room. There's too much gold here. <laughs> T- too much gold? I don't know that I've ever heard anyone complain about too much gold. How long does your deep pocket spell last, Ryan? Uh, it's like 15 hours or something. So um, if you cast it at yeah. 8 when you wake uh, up, it, it ends at midnight. 19 hours, 19 hours. Okay. So, and I probably had a leisurely morning. So what, yeah, that, if you cast around, if you wake up with the sun um, at 7, you cast it at 8. It's good, like, until, okay, maybe, yeah. it's good until 5, uh, 3 a.m.? Yeah, eight. Yeah. Minus yeah. eight minus five is three. So yeah, yeah. Uh, this is well before three AM, so you're not in yeah. any danger of your deep pocket spell yeah. running out. But I do need to be careful. <laughs> yeah. Um Yep, yeah, so I fill up my deep pockets. I can hold a total of I I should calculate my weight. But it's really I I don't have all that. I can hold a total of hundred pounds. As if as if it were ten pounds. Um, I don't, how many? Total in the entire robe? 
in the entire robe. I think right now I've probably got like maybe a dozen or so. It's mostly just assorted spell components. Uh, a couple of spell books. Those are, those are the book, but I guess. So I think I'm at about 20 pounds, maybe. Maybe 30. How many coins? About. Uh, I'm trying to get a, a good view to understand. So we're looking at. We're probably looking at somewhere in the range of like 2,000 coins, two, two to 3,000 coins. Jesus. How many pounds is that? Uh, that's 100 pounds is 2,000 coins. So it's not all going to fit in my pockets. Right. Um, but I do have a back. I pull out a, pull a backpack out of one of my pockets to fill up the remainder. As you just pull a backpack out of your <laughs> your robes. Yeah. Um, the guy with you is astounded, of course, by what you're doing here. Um. Yeah, and so I hope this takes what a couple of minutes. Yeah. Uh, eventually, you guys manage to dump all the coins and potions into your pockets yeah does he like take any or is he expecting that we'll be uh he helps you start loading them into the backpack when you get to the point that you realize you can't fit any more coins in your yeah jesus all right so we load up all the loot um and reassemble the floorboards yep pull the tiny desk back to its original position it will untiny itself in 35 minutes from whenever I initially cast the spell. Cool. And I take a peek out the window. Uh, you see the streets down below. Uh, there is a there's a wall between us though, right? Or is this like You're a... You're on the second floor, so you can see uh, the, the wall doesn't come up to block your view of the second floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but there's some feet between us and the and the and the wall. Yes. Uh, the street, the, the where you were when you looked at, at here was 20 yards away. So it's about mm -hmm. uh, 18 yards to the wall, and then you were maybe two yards on the other side of the wall. Yeah, I don't know if I can get us over the wall. Can you climb? I say to him. He nods. I like peek, I open the window and peek out. Do, are there any guards on duty or anything like that? Or is this not that kind of estate? Were there any patrols or was there a doorman or anything like that? You didn't see any guards at the door. Um, you don't see any guards looking out right now. Okay. Well, let's see. Um, my hood is still up. Uh, I cast Featherfall on us. Me, all the gear, and the guy. I can. You can cast Featherfall on that many things? 1,400 pounds. 1,400 pounds within a 10 foot cube. Okay. Uh, you guys are all practically weightless now. And I step out the window. Uh, can I leap and like, fly my way over the wall? Sure. So the. The window, um, there's like a, a small balcony that opens. So you open the door, step out, and hop off the balcony. 
and you float yourself down to the floor, to the earth below you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the guy climbing behind you, trying to lower himself down and hang and then drop and then floating down mm-hmm. carefully. Uh, I so, um, as he, uh, I said, whisper, shut the door, shut the window behind you as he's he like hanging the windowsill. Yeah, yeah. And I make my way over to the wall. Actually, I sort of like crouch and dash over to the wall and like hide in its shadow. So I try and figure out how to climb over it. Actually, would I? Okay. Yeah. These walls, as I said before, are covered with thorn bushes. Okay. Um, Ouch. So they're easy to climb, but you're going to cut yourself pretty badly doing so. Uh, well, he might. I'm going to blink right through it. So I think that's what. I'll, so I'll cast blink and then do the awkward run at the wall and wait for it to randomly blink me ten feet forward. Okay. Or any number of people. How thick is the wall? Not that thick. So if I teleport forward at an angle, I'll still get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I would expect the wall to be, what is this, like a foot and a half thick? Maybe maybe two feet thick at most. Mm-hmm. It's mid nice uh, cut stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So shall we roll some blinks? Roll your first blink, please. Four puts me. I can never remember Backwards. how it works. Eight is directly forward. Four is, and then yeah, we'll directly behind. So I run forward. Okay. So what is, while, what is the guy doing in this time? Well, this is probably. Okay, yeah. He's, he's just like watching you. Like, how? What is he doing? How are we going to get out of here? What the hell is going on? I, and then you blink and disappear. He's like, huh? Uh, uh, there he is. What the, what okay. the hell? Uh, and then as you're coming like back to the wall to prepare for your next blink, uh, there is a shout from down the yard. A, mm-hmm. who goes there? Stop! And you see a armed man running your direction. Uh, roll initiative. I think we're going to roll initiative so I can find the skirmish moves. All right, roll me initiative for yourself. How far away is he? With, uh, not very far, like 30 yards. Um. Yeah, I'm just not, I'm not gonna try and beat my blink. So, ouch, blink is at 12. So, the man in the man comes forward. Uh, as he gets closer, you can see the moonlight glittering off of scale mail armor. <laughs> he has in his sand that he's drawn a short sword, uh, and he brandishes it in your direction, saying, "In my direction, or in the direction of the companion?" The two of you. Mm-hmm. You guys are closer to close enough that he can just point it at you guys in general. Yeah, I have says, a backpack over my shoulder that weighs uh, filled with about 20 pounds of coins. Uh, he says loudly, put down your arms. Surrender at once. I may spare your lives. Um, is he come within like attack? Like how close does he come? 20 feet. Like, okay, so he doesn't like hold a sword to my throat. He just like shouts. No. Yeah, from a good distance. 
Okay. I don't respond. I just casually like turn and face the blink and, or face the wall and close my eyes and hope that I blink in the right direction. All right. Your ally mm-hmm. uh, starts to move backwards away from you um, and then turns into a bolt and runs toward the, the backside of the estate. Mm-hmm. The man with the sword sees him running, you standing there. What he's gonna do here? Okay. Um, all right. Us. Uh, he comes after you. Okay. Well, he. I assume he ready in action, right? Yeah. Like he can't. You can't ready in action to decide later. He can go at the end of the round if he delayed. You can't just like. Can you just insert yourself at whatever initiative is convenient? I think that's what we've done historically. Is that yeah, you can kind of, kind of hold your action and then, okay, now I make my move. Okay. So I don't do any... What initiative does my companion go at? Uh, he went at seven. Okay, so companion takes off running and this guy decides to take... The, like, I, I haven't done anything. I'm just standing there. Right. Companion runs and then this guy walks over to me and does uh, what? He holds the sword and he moves towards you. Okay, uh, while, does he close? Yeah, he is closing that. while shouting loudly, saying, Intruders! One in the back! Wake up! You know, trying to grab people's attention and alert them. Yeah. Uh, he closes um, to within five feet of you, keeps his sword facing you, and says, You've done the right thing by surrendering. Uh, nothing. I think if you, I think my eyes are closed, and I'm just, like, staring at facing the wall, okay. well, waiting. It's not like he's gonna kill you in cold blood right here, so go ahead and give me another blink check. Two. Is that behind? That is directly to your right. Okay, so does that put me on the... Which side of did he approach me from? Your left. So that blinks me further... That blinks me away from him. Yeah. All right, okay. That blinks you close, uh, closer to the corner of the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I think he's surprised by your disappearing act. Yeah, well, he can't attack me anyways. No. Because I'm not um, where he thought I would be. Yeah. Um, do I close and stab him? I don't think so. I think we should roll initiative for next round. I mean, I still have—I haven't made any action, but that's that's fine. I think I kind of just want to blink out of here. Okay. Shit, eleven. Uh, he mutters under his breath, "Witchcraft." Um. Okay. I go at 11, or my blink goes at 11. Uh, um, your blink goes before he gets a chance to attack. Make yeah. blink. So, seven, will blink me. Four to the left. Yeah, so I blink through the wall. Gone. Uh, you can hear an angry cry come from the other side as you hear the sound of steel scraping across stone. Do you need line of sight to cast spells? Depends on the spell. Uh, lightning bolt? No, because you can say, I want it to start here and come down. Yeah. You kind of need line of sight to know exactly where to place it, but in theory, you could. You know, you could yes, say, I want to start. Torch the whole grounds. Yeah, like if you want to have a, a horizontal beam coming, and you know, he's about five feet away from the wall, you could do your double fork and just, ah, it's probably in here somewhere. 
Well, let's roll initiative anyway. I don't Sure. What are you going to do on your next turn? Oh, very slow. Oh, and I still am blinking, aren't I? Yes, you are. <laughs> the blink actually goes first. Um, I start casually walking back to my hotel. Back to my um, I gave no names. I guess they got a good description, but... All right. Uh, you end up blinking on your way back to your hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but no one comes after you. No one chases you. Uh, and maybe 15 minutes later, the chaos is gone and you're coming into your inn. Uh, extraordinarily wealthy. Yeah. And probably desperately wanted. Maybe. Blackrock man, I may I may need a new I may need a new shirt. You just stole over two thousand gold and six potions from you have no idea who. <laughs> nope. But they don't know who you are either. Okay. Um, I actually don't go back to fuck the end. I just like I think I casually walk right past past my inn and just out into into the countryside. Okay. Pick a nice pick a nice spot by the stream and conjure uh, Lemon's tiny hut. Hmm. Would you like to describe Lemon's tiny hut for people who don't know what it is? Yes, I create an unmoving opaque sphere of force of any desired color around his person. Half the sphere is above the ground, half the sphere is below the ground. Um, 15 feet in diameter. Um, so I guess it's like a whatever color the ground is. Okay. Green, brown or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I settled down in there to get some rest. The temperature inside the hut is 7 degrees Fahrenheit. If it, okay. Is that a comfortable sleeping temperature? I guess so. Yeah, 70 is nice. I like 70. Uh. Hmm. Hmm. All right, you go to sleep. Uh... You wake up the next morning. Your stuff is splattered all the way around you. <laughs> yeah, I'll cast my deep pockets and refill it. God, I got a fuck ton of gold. <laughs> like a dangerous amount. I think I'm going to hide some of the gold here in the... Is Georg creating buried treasure? Is Georg creating buried treasure? Um, ooh, maybe I should memorize a wizard lock and wizard lock it somewhere. I don't have any random chests. 2,000 gold. Oh, that's so tempting. Yeah, I'll create a, create some buried treasure. How much weight can a backpack support? Um, this is a, I don't know. I would okay. say at least 50 pounds, probably closer to 100 pounds. Uh, 
Okay. So I'll probably pack the backpack full of gold and hide it. The hut only lasts like a night, guys. I'm thinking like I don't want to be carrying around all that weight of coinage while I'm doing my business here in Rainwood. All right. Uh, let me tally up spell levels just so I don't have to deal with it later. Sure. To reduce, does detect magic count? Uh, that was to overcome obstacles, yes. Okay. Reduce tech magic, color spray, feather fall. Not about using a burning hands, but didn't bother. Some ESP to six. Blink brings me to nine. Dimension door brings me to 13. I'm about to roll 20, so I don't forget. Okay. I rememorize spells the next day. Um, so I think your backpack can easily hold over 400 pounds. 400. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I think that it, it would tear after that amount. I think backpacks usually mm -hmm. have like a, a volume issue well before they have a weight issue you know like if you could somehow put the whole hold the backpack up and then have someone stand in the backpack and then other people sit on their shoulders until they ripped through yeah um you know it also depends on like the uh, yeah so how much how much gold is there i bought i go ahead and count it out so lemon's tiny hut lasts uh oh 11 hours Okay. So I count out. 2,500. 2,500 gold. 2,500. How many days to the party? I feel like I already won. Do I just go home victorious? Um, let's see. Guys, we did it. We beat D&D. Today is Thursday. Right, because that this was all on the day that you were going to skip that we didn't end up skipping any of. <laughs> um, so today's Thursday. The party is Saturday night. Oh, I remember. What I, I wanted to memorize a clairvoyance, um, so I would do that instead of. I'll burn my. Maybe I'll cast and burn my phantom steed. Oh. Or instead of the tiny hut, I'm gonna need the tiny hut. Do I need a lightning bolt? Yeah, yeah. So you can replace spells with lower spell levels, right? Yeah. So can I? So I could use my third level specialist dimensionalist spell for a second level dimensionalist spell. Yes. Uh, uh. Um, uh, maybe I'll save scrying for another time. Do I have any inkling how far east it is to Anvil? 
I looked at a map, but it's it's been a while. It's been a while since you've looked at a map. You figure if you could, if you knew exactly where it was, it would probably be like two days. Uh, mm-hmm. If you on on your horse, your special horse, maybe only a single day. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't know the exact placement of it, so you would probably have to like ride until you hit the ocean and then ride north or south. Okay. So I don't have time to do that. So I think my new plan is just going to be hang out in the woods for a couple days instead of town. Heat's probably too high. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Yeah. All right. So be it. The life of a murder hobo. Okay. So I cast my deep pockets and refill said deep pockets. Okay. Uh, Is there anything you're going to do? You're just going to skip ahead until the night of the party? I think so. Yeah, I'll be hanging out in the woods. I only get 11 hours a day of my tiny hut, so I will sleep in that. Otherwise, I kind of just hang out. I work on my my engineering. I don't think I'm learning any spells. Okay. Okay, and I find a good hiding spot for us. I think I'm going to head south, like on the route that I would plan to escape to head back south to Thornwood Mm -hmm. find a nice discreet spot to bury it in in the woods some moon rune work even trap it with like some explosive runes or something okay moon rune that's really expensive moon rune also is more of a communication tool than yeah I was thinking to market so that I know where it is Uh. but I got direction sense in 19 and I, and I can find it. Okay. It's, you're just going to... Let's take a look at the map here. Uh, the estate, the Wendland estate, is right here, kind of on this corner. Okay. So I'll actually travel over there. Sure. Some, over these days. Uh, there is a village that the estate is sitting outside of. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going to bury in the village, outside of the village? Nah, in the woods somewhere. Okay, the village abuts the river, so you can uh-huh. bury it north of the village, south of the village, or on the other side of the village. Uh, south of the village, uh, off trail. Okay. Are any of the potions labeled? Yes, yes the, the potions are labeled. Huh. Would you like what? to read them? Sure. Yeah. Two potions of healing, one nice. potion of extra healing, a filter of glibness, a potion of gaseous form, and a potion of vitality. Potion of glibness. Gaseous form and vitality. Although technically, Ryan, it's a filter of gibbless, not a potion of glibness. You're right. What's a filter? I have no idea. <laughs> Dang. All the loots. A drink supposed to arouse love and desire for a particular person in the drinker. 
a love potion is what a filter is supposed to be. Yeah. So mm. I don't know why you would have a love potion of glibness. I don't know how that even makes sense. Um, so you're just gonna kick it for a few days? Yep. Yep. Um... Yeah, I think I'll bury all 2,500 GP in a backpack on my escape route south. Okay. And then um, you pass a few days in the wilds. Yeah. I will... Um, you will what? I'm going to one of these days cast an explosive runes on a piece of paper and place those on my backpack spot. So like there will be a buried backpack with a piece of paper, like under, yeah, sitting under a rock. And if anyone reads the paper, it explodes. So just in case someone <laughs> happens to cast, to, yeah, to dig in this know. spot and there's a backpack, like, huh, there's a paper here. What is this? Boom. Yeah, I, maybe I'll, sh I'll shove that in the backpack. Okay. Again, at the very top of the backpack. Um, so that's a. So I do need to like swap out a third level spell slot at some point for that. Sure, you've got time. Yeah. Uh... So you can yeah. read it without being. As well as any he instructs can read the protected writing without triggering the runes. Okay. Likewise, you can remove them whenever you desire. Okay. So you can dispel them with a wave of your hand if you wish. Okay. Or keep this exploding piece of paper with me. All right. So we are going to um, pass a few more days while you... Yeah. Uh, I think during these days I'll cast... I'll, I will do my scrying. All right. Well, hold... Before that, where... Yeah. Where do you live for these few days? Just in, the, in my tiny hut in the woods. The hut only gets conjured at night. So during the day, I'm just kind of hanging out. Um, uh, know, well, as I river. said, when you first came into in this my, area, there's not really in a my van down by the river. There's a, yeah. a, a worthless trail that people will follow. Yeah, um, and I've sort of steered clear of the trail. Okay. So you spend your time just kind of hanging out in the woods, mm -hmm. just chilling? Yeah. Uh, 11 hours a day, I'm hidden in my tiny hut. But, or I guess 11 hours of night. But for the rest of it, yeah, I'm just sort of chilling. So I don't know if uh, random encounters find you their way to you if you're sitting still. But let me know if I'm harassed. Um, let's let's say that I burned Phantom Steed in order to to make the explosive runes one day and then descry the other two. I have rations, by the way. Okay. Iron rations. 
windows are crashing? No, just this this page is crashing. Awesome. Uh, so the first day, you are maybe like lounging down on the bank of the river, uh, <laughs> thinking about water clocks and uh, and young priestesses which you want to make water clocks for. Uh, when you hear this crunching sound coming from the bushes down southward of you. I stand up with the start and look south. Uh, you hear some voices gibbering in an unmistakably goblin language. I speak hobgoblin, but not goblin. And I speak orc and ogre as well. So you can't make out what they're saying then. Okay. Um, I kind of duck behind a tree um, do they sound like they're coming closer or are they just there? Closer. Um, I'll cast a displace self as I try and slip out of their path. Like I pick up whatever belongings I had. And... Okay. Uh, you successfully move out of the way and remain hidden. The troop of goblins heads northward, uh, jabbering amongst themselves, completely oblivious to your hiding by them. Uh, okay. They quickly move on and are gone. Easy enough. Yep. Yeah. You don't follow them, and they don't come back later that day. How many goblins were there? It's difficult to take a look, but somewhere on the order of a dozen. I fear no goblins. In fact, I could have lightning bolted them for XP farming, but it's a dozen. I mean, I guess that's 100 or so XP. Nah. Why take the risk, you know? Yeah. They're not even worth it. Okay. Um, all right, so that leaves us Thursday. Friday, let's do some scrying. Yeah, so Friday, instead of the explosive runes, I do clairvoyance. And I'm going to try and do this. God, I don't even know how to do a pregnancy test with clairvoyance, so it may take some trial and error. <laughs> I think we may just want to pull a black curtain over the, over this whole investigation. Wait, are you going to try clairvoyance into her belly? Oh, shit. That's... I don't know if that's even possible. I was going to... Can I do that? You would have to be pretty exact. If that's... Yeah. I was planning on clairvoyancing into, like, her bedchamber, like, in the... And try and get a feel for her... I don't even know how you can, like... I don't know. I don't know what I would be watching for. Like, her her peeing extra often, or... Well, clairvoyance doesn't last long enough for you to get a frequency with which she pees. (laughs) Um... Uh, so I think I'll just scry on like I, I don't I'm just, yeah I, I'll probably just I mean if I can scry straight into her belly sure but I was planning on just looking at her chambers in the morning okay uh, so you scry on um, and by I'm her bed guessing... chambers you mean Lord Song's bed chambers right <sighs> Based on my last experience, was she, was she in the key in in Misty Rapids last time, or was she she was or was she back it, at her? Most of the time, it seems that she spends her time there. I don't remember where she was when you left, though. Yeah. So I guess I will. Yeah, I guess I'll take a peek at Lord Song's uh, bed chambers in the in the morning. Okay. Uh, you see Lord Song and Lady Dissek in their bed chambers. Uh, they're mm-hmm. just hanging out. 
There seems to be some sort of conversation between the two of them. But, of course, you can't hear it. Nope. Um, you do see her trying to be affectionate and, you know, get his attention and give him kisses and stuff. And he just, like, pushes her away. And Go away, to... I'm reading my dragon book. Yeah. Uh, she seems upset, but... Uh, that seems fairly reasonable considering that she has imbibed a love potion and has head over heels wildly in love with her bitter enemy and mm -hmm. he's clearly not having any of it and not keeping up appearances he's, mm -hmm. he's very clearly relying on the magic to be the foundation of their relationship um, which you can see even without hearing is causing her a lot of emotional distress okay um, but you cannot note any sort of pregnancy at this point in time in fact it's not even enough time has passed for her to be showing mm -hmm. all right uh clairvoyance lasts seven minutes but it doesn't sound like i see anything interesting no i'm trying to figure out when was it that you what's the gestation period of a demon baby uh when did there we go so that happened on the 22nd of last month. So about a month ago. How long until a woman shows? My Google search history has got to be the weirdest. <laughs> until you start showing. Uh, first time moms usually begin developing a baby bump between 12 and 16 weeks. Those who have been pregnant start showing sooner. So they're going to say 10 weeks and it's only been about four. So you wouldn't no start noticing for another month and a half. Okay. All right. By the way, I think I do. I think I did find that other scroll that chat was worried about. I have an unidentified magic scroll listed under my loot from the Temple of Magic. Temple of Malchus, or Temple of whatever. And a potion of speed. Hmm. You got a lot of potions. Seven. And that missing potion of heroism. Right. I bet the hag took it. So do you, do you have any idea what that scroll is? Or are you going to have to... I'm seeing if I can look it up. It's been a while. Do, 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 do. The scroll uh, yes, the... here we go. Uh, yes, there is a scroll here. Unidentified scroll, right? Yeah, so I have a scroll of protection from undead, which I think was Father Rolnats. Mm -hmm. And there should have been another one that I got, took from the temple and didn't identify. Yes. 
Does it uh, explode in every day? No, it has multiple spells on it. I think you need like a read magic to figure out what they are, though. Okay. Can I know if they're wizard or priest spells? Um, I think a single read magic will help you with that. Okay. Uh, so then I guess I'll do a read magic on the next day. Uh, they are wizard spells. Really? Yes. Shit. Well, I feel like an idiot. Are these actual like spells that can be cast, or are they? They're spells that can be they... cast, or they're spells that can be learned. Well, uh, what are the spells? I read magic gets me seven pages. Four, fourteen rounds per fourteen rounds. I think fourteen okay. pages. Um. Yeah, so I can read fourteen pages. So the first five pages are Nahal's Reckless Dweamer. Um. The next two are protection from poison. That brings us to seven. You also get a secret page. The spell secret page? Yeah. Uh, And last but not least, you get... Is this 14? Yeah, this is 14. A locate creature. And there is one more spell that you haven't had enough time to read. Okay. Is there one more day before the party, or what's... Um, this is Friday, so the next day is the party day. The party night, actually. Okay. So you're going to risk... Uh, well, I shouldn't say risk, but are you going to do a read magic on the night of the party? The day of the night of the party? Nah. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, it, the other spell that I would have in its place is detect magic. So. I don't know if that's particularly useful either, but I think I will still keep that. Okay. Um, um, then okay. it's going to be Saturday. Uh, Friday had no encounters. Okay. Saturday is the night of the party. Well, Saturday is the day of the night of the party. Uh, okay. Um, and I will make my way to the keep. When do you make your way to the keep? I think that morning. Okay. I think I might just turn invisible and just loiter around all day. All right. Do you go invisible before you walk into the village? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. So I use the use the amulet of Malchus to turn invisible. Uh, let me update my spell components. You use the amulet of Malchus to turn invisible. I don't have an invisibility spell. Nice. Good old amulet. Yep, OP. Super broken. Um, How many? It's been one more day. The day of the party will be two more days. Sorry. I have four golden needles left. Okay. Uh, the day of the party, you turn invisible and walk in through the little village. It's a podunk little place. Population is probably under 500 here. It's just dirty little roads, trails really connecting various farmlands. There's a small village square where there's a temple. Uh, out front is a priest demanding that 
demanding, really, that people follow the law in order that the Father Astaire is here to give shape to our chaotic world, and if we can listen to his wise words, we will not fall into the same madness that plagues the rest of the world. Uh, you walk on well past him, and out to the estate, which is maybe a quarter mile outside of the village. There, there's a, a nice wall around the estate, a palisade wall. It's not quite a Mott and Bailey. It's more of like a palisade wall with a, an estate built into it. The estate doesn't look to be uh, fortified. It looks just like the wall is the fortifications around it. And the gate in the wall is wide enough for a carriage to go through with ease. There are two guards on duty in what looks to be exceptionally nice dress, uh, as if they're expecting company today. Surprise, surprise. And they are standing at due attention, uh, not really talking to each other or saying anything. The gate is presently shut. And why don't we see how you get through the gate and get into the other side on the other side of our break. So we'll see you guys in a few minutes. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. You spend the day invisible outside the wall, or is there something else you'd like to do with your... Um, I think I'll try and get in the wall. How would you like to get over the wall? Are there people coming and going? Not yet. Uh, but you could wait around and find out. Yeah, I'll hang around for at least 20 minutes or whatever and observe the gate. Is it So it's a palisade wall. Does it have a portcullis or... No, no portcullis. Just the uh, a, a wooden gate that opens and closes with two okay. guards on the outside and what looks to be a couple on the inside, maybe. You can occasionally hear chatting from the other side of the wall. And I guess you can actually oh. go all the way up to the door and put your ear on it and get the, a guess of there being at least two people on the other side. Yeah. Uh, chat is asking for my spells, so I'll go ahead and give that to everyone. Got reduce, detect magic, color spray, feather fall, burning hands, deep pockets, which is already cast, displace self, conceal alignment, which is already cast, ESP, link, lightning bolt, phantom steed, lemon's tiny hut, and dimension door. Com along with my with the amulet and all these scrolls, I've got more spells than a wizard could cast in a lifetime, or at least a couple days. Yeah. So I'll hang around for 20, 30 minutes, see if anyone comes and goes, or if I hear anything or see anything. Is this overlooking the village, in the middle of the village? Wait, this, this, this is outside the village. This isn't the Mont Bailey. This is a different keep, but it's similar. Right, it's just got a palisade wall around it, and then it, from behind it, uh, from when you could see over the wall when you're far enough away to see over it, there was a two-story building that didn't look like it was reinforced or fortified. It just looked like a nice estate that had a wall built up around it. Uh, and you, it looked like a pretty good distance from the wall to the estate proper. Uh, they must have leveled like half a forest to produce the timber for this palisade wall. Yeah, covered or circumference or any relevant sorry, dimension. I that first part of the... What is the... How much area is covered by this by this wall of the state? Like how, how big is the wall? How, uh, the estate looks to be 
150 feet by maybe 80 feet or something, or maybe 150 by 100. Uh, so it's a rectangular building. And okay, it but looks the like, grounds, how much ground is walled by the, by the right. palace? Uh, beyond that, it looks like you've got maybe 300 feet in either any direction from the house. So six, 750 by 700. It's a, a large area. Um, have guests started to arrive or anything like is in the town in the village or anything or not still... that you've seen but as you're waiting for half an hour or 20 minutes or whatever to see what's going on you do see some peasants with some supplies loaded on a wagon pulling its way up here okay i i slip in with them and try and follow them through the gate um uh, notice the guards are very careful with the peasants they look under the car they look through the things on the cart. They ask the peasants many questions. Who are you? Why are you coming here? What do you have with you? you know, they, they kind of grill the peasants on these things, but peasants are supposed to be there. They've got all the answers. Okay, I think I'm just behind the cart, so I may have to scurry out of the way if a guard comes to like look yeah. back of the wagon, but should be fine. Yeah. Um, how? And so they do all this inspection before opening the gate? Correct. How, what are, what are these peasants doing? Are they just like bringing food or something for the party? Uh, it's flowers. They got a cart filled with flowers. Oh, pretty. They seem to be the decorating crew. Well, I wait for them to open the gates and then hug the cart as we enter. And you're in. The estate is lovely. They must have a large full-time gardening staff to keep up these grounds the way they are. There's like a whole section of rose bushes that have been sculpted to form different shapes. There's like a dolphin-shaped rose bush with petals coming out for eyes and spots all over it. There's trees that are shaped in different ways. One of them has like, it looks like two trunks that have come up and merged. And there's a swing hanging down in between them in front of like a little pond with water lilies and frogs and turtles in the pond. It's it's really quite gorgeous. Um, you're maybe a little surprised at the, the display of wealth here for yeah. such a, a backwater for, estate. Yeah, for such a small, small noble family. Although Rainwood, I think, is sort of an economic powerhouse in the region. Yeah. Despite that being, yeah, being so podunk, they've got a lot of lot of lot of land, a lot of serfs. Oh, seems conceivable. Mm -hmm. um, I'll wander the ground for a bit and then head towards the estate itself. Right. The Build estate it. has like a nice little overhang for wagons to pull up in case it's raining for people, or carts, carriages to pull up where people can enter and exit without being uh, brutalized by the weather. Your flower people go up the nice winding, curving trail to the house pull their wagon up there, unload their things. Uh, they get yelled at for having their donkey kind of shitting on the road. Uh, but someone comes along to clean it up, but the peasants get chewed out for it. Mm -hmm. um, Is there, are there people coming and going from the manor house itself? Uh, not entering and exiting, but you can see a flurry of activity on the inside of the manor house. I peek in through the window and see what's going on. It looks like on the bottom floor, there's a large ballroom 
that is being set up with all sorts of flowers and decorations and you can see kitchen staff running around preparing wine and arguing over things. Um, How many doors are there? To the estate? Yes. Um, I think if you, if you do a, a walk around, there's eight doors. Uh, as I said before, this is not a very defensible location. There's the main door, there's two doors, not eight. Uh, there's the main door, there's two doors on the back, and one on the other side. That makes five doors. Five doors. It looks like some of the back doors are really kind of like servants' entrances and exits for to get to various areas. One of the side doors goes to a little stable. Uh, the other side door just opens into a separate garden that is kind of walled off via plants and bushes from the other areas. Uh, and the other back door is just a, a standard back entrance for normal people, for non-servants to exit. Uh, I will pick a unnoticed door and slip into the manor house. Okay. Um, so just, yeah, open it, assuming it's unlocked and yeah. step in. Uh, you slip on into the salon. The salon? What is a salon? It's like a party room. <clears throat> a parlor? Yeah, a parlor meets social area. Oh, so this is the main... Uh, well, no, this, this leads into that area, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a, a small... The, the salon... The, the big ballroom doesn't open itself out into the the outside. There's a, a little chamber in between. It looks like maybe a mud room or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this room itself has three doors exiting from it. One that goes into that mud room. One that goes... I'm sorry, it has two doors in, uh, exiting or entering from it. The mud room... Uh, no, it's got three. Three, sorry. One that leads to the mud room, one that leads to the main entrance hall, and one that you see someone bring food from, maybe a kitchen? Um. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and head upstairs. Is there a staircase somewhere? Yeah, you walk around, kind of dodging and weaving through the uh, the hustle and bustle, staying out of the way of people, trying not to be run into. Uh, mm -hmm. You find a large staircase uh, in the main foyer. Right, and I head upstairs. Okay. You can hear piano music from one of the bedrooms upstairs. It sounds like someone is practicing. Probably piano practicing or harpsichord? Piano. What era are we in? <laughs> Fantasy universe, that's what. Mm. When did the piano... What was the piano invented? Relatively recently. Um, last couple hundred years, I think. Oh, my. At least the modern version. Uh, 1650, oh wait, credited to Bartolomeu Cristofori, who lived mid 1600s. Hmm. So somewhere around there. Um, but there were like harpsichords and glockenspiels and all sorts of predecessors. I have no idea what any of these things are. Similar thing, just different mechanisms for smacking a string with a hammer, right? Nice. Right. So it's some piano variant then. Yeah. All right. So I slip upstairs. Okay. 
Is this, are there two stories, three? Two. two. And what's on the second story? Is it, it looks like a lot of, uh, it looks like mostly bedrooms and there's a parlor up here. There's some office spaces. Uh, um, you do see like there's one area that seems a little bit smaller. Like uh, all the rooms are a little bit smaller. It looks like servants quarters maybe. And it's off on like this, the hallway turns to the side. So anyone that's, no one walking about would ever see the servants quarters from here. They're back into the side. Okay. Um, office is actually what I'm after. So I'll, I'll head there for what it seems like. I, I'm looking for some information on this this noble family. So I'm thinking maybe if I can find some of their correspondence, I can figure out who they are, what's going on, maybe who is invited to this party, where they're getting all this money. <laughs> and yeah, so any, any sort of information. I don't even know who owns this place, who's, who's hosting. So I'll head to any office and route through papers. Is there anyone in the office? Uh, yeah, you open the door and someone looks to the door, goes, huh, gets up. I make them my best wind sound and give the door a bit of a shove and then likes to tiptoe back a few feet. Okay, they go over and they just shut the door. Who did it look like was in, in the office? Probably the male in the family. Okay, so it looked like a noble. It didn't look like a scribe or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll kill some time and poke around some of the other rooms and then plan to come back there. Okay. You come across a small... It looks like this... Uh, there's a family that lives here. A mother, father, and four kids. Three girls, two, uh, three girls, one boy. It looks mm -hmm. like there's maybe also... Or it sounds like maybe there's a grandmother that lives here, but you haven't seen her. The kids are fussing about their clothes. The girls want you know, very particular things and they want their flowers done quite right. Uh, the young boy seems to be tired of his servants dressing him. He just wants to go practice sparring outside. He's like eight years old. So he just wants to go hit things with a stick. Um, okay. As boys do. Uh, did you, you said there was some nook or something set apart from the rest of the second yeah, floor? Yeah, the servants' quarters are off to the oh, side okay. and around a corner. Um, while I'm waiting for the Lord to get done in his office, I will head to the servants' quarters and see if I can overhear any interesting conversation. Oh, uh, the servants are all out of their quarters. They're totally empty. Okay. They're all busy. Okay. Um, then I'll go back to the office and like, listen in. Uh, you just hear the sounds of pens scratching from the other side. Seems to be busy writing. Should I risk the creepy door opening trick again? Was the window open? Did I even see? You didn't see. I'm gonna try to silently open the door. Was, was he? Was his desk facing the door or no. away from the door? It, facing the door, facing a window or something, overlooking a window in the grounds. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I'll like hold the. Is it a doorknob or a? That's a latch. 
latch. So I'll activate the latch with the door still closed. Mm -hmm. Wait a second. And then like do that thing where you like pull on the latch and push on the door. Yeah, to open it as silently as possible. All right. You and open it just like a crack and slip my invisible head in. Um, you start to poke your head in, and you see him looking towards the door again, getting up from his seat. I let the door like naturally creak. Uh, I give it like a gentle shove and let it naturally and eerily creak open as I step sidestep through the door into the room okay. and like get out of the path of the door, his path. I press myself against a wall on the inside of the room. He comes up, shuts the door, stares at it, gives it a tug, opens it, lets it go, and then pokes his head out into the hallway and calls, Charles! Charles! We're having problems with this door. Come here at once. Perfect. And a few minutes later, a servant shows up and he starts telling Charles what he's been seeing and the door keeps opening on its own. And If you have to, get the locksmith down. This will not stand. Um, while they're having this conversation, I'm going to run over to the desk and see what they're looking at. See what he's writing. Uh, it looks like a personal journal. He is writing his thoughts of this morning in it. Any thoughts? Um, <laughs> you know, the, this great feast is happening. We're having this great party. All of our friends and family are invited. It would not do for any of them to understand the true dire straits that our house is in. We have spent every last penny in order to continue the illusion of uh, the wealth that we once had. Uh, hopefully, the we can. Uh, hopefully, Lord Bartholomew will will see what we have and uh, continue doing business with us. If not for him, we would all be lost. Uh, and then there's like a little note in the margin: the door keeps opening. Clearly, this is a bad sign. <laughs> all right. Um, I don't... That sounds like about all I can gather before he comes back over to the desk. Yeah. Um, so I just, like, push myself against a wall and wait. Uh, what else is in the room? Is there... Are there books? Are there... There's a small library in here. It's, like, one nice long bookshelf. I mean, uh, I take it I'm kind of stuck in this room for a little while. So I... I, I mean... What, do I notice anything interesting? No, you softly pat around the room. There's large carpets that are rugs, I guess, that cover the floor. Uh, carpets. What's the difference between a carpet and a rug? I can never remember. Um, I think carpets are typically like the floor, like built, like attached. That makes sense. Like the, mm-hmm. the carpet is like the, the carpet. It's like your floor. If they, a fabric-based flooring. Whereas a rug is a self-contained unit that you like roll out. That's our modern use of them, right? Although I guess magic carpets fly. Yeah, because carpets... So it's the opposite of being attached as a floor. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway. Honestly, it's, it's probably two different, two words from different language, with different language origins. Uh, anywho, the, there's rugs. I have to say, you should really enlist in maybe some of your campaign planning sessions. You should list your chat to help you flesh out some of the details of this world. I'm, I'm particularly enjoying their Dear Diary entries. <laughs> Are they making entries in chat? Yeah. Way more interesting than your entries. Whatever. So in any case, I, I am held hostage in this room for at least a little while. Uh, looks like the library is filled mostly with scrolls. You try and get a peek at some of them, but 
it's difficult to do without making any noise. There are a few books there, but the topics are fairly mundane. Uh, what's out the window? Like, what's this Gardens. study going to do? And you can see beyond the wall to the village below. Is it looking east or west? Or uh, north or you south, are, I guess. You are looking west. Okay. So towards the river. Towards the river, towards the front door. Um, yeah. Eventually, maybe 15 minutes later, the guy shuts his book, um, puts it in his pocket, or no, puts it in a, a drawer, locks the mm -hmm. drawer with the key, pockets his key, and heads out. I forgot my knock. I could pull the whole reduce the drawer trick and burst it off its hinges, um, but I'll fumble through the rest of the desk after he leaves. I'll go through the rest of the desk, see if there's anything unlocked that's interesting. Nah, just people's personal effects. You know, you get a little better idea of the, the situation of the household, who their friends mm -hmm. are. There's a letter, you know, a stack of letters from various people, uh, a bunch of re invitation replies saying, oh, I would love to be here, signed so-and-so. Oh, yeah, I'm interested in those. Do, do I recognize any names? I mean, I guess I need that damn heraldry proficiency, maybe. But... You don't recognize most of these names. No, what about a particular red shield? Uh, there are, there's a couple of things that have Red Shield as a middle name. But not really? As a last so, name. so it's not as suspicious of a thing as I would have expected. Or as a, so I, yeah. So for me, that was a huge red flag, but it seems like Red Shield was a powerful noble family with many branches. That had so, married elsewhere and, yeah. Yeah. So it's not actually as interesting. I'm beginning to think that maybe this was like a red herring, like maybe... Yeah, maybe it's not. Maybe Red Shield is not that uncommon of a noble name, and or at, or at least like a big enough family that she may have been a black sheep, and this could be just a wild goose chase. But maybe. Um, all it's the it's the wife's the lady's line though that is connected to the Red Shields, correct? Correct. And this seems like the man's the Lord's study. Right, uh, and he's definitely the head of the household because she has changed her last name. Okay. So. Uh, so after rifling through this, I put everything back how it was, and I leave. So I assume it's been enough minutes later that the Lord's not going to be right outside the doorway. Right. Uh, I do the same thing, quietly open the door and slip through it. Okay. Uh, you come through and you see... The, up up the... into, a, into a handyman who's, like, fixing the door on the other side. <laughs> no, Damn, no. this door is creepy. Uh, you see one of the young girls now sparring with one of the young boy, uh, the young boy in the hallway. They're beating each other with sunflowers. Um, and you have many, many hours to kill before the party begins. Yeah, I'd like to see if I can find a um, the ladies chamber or personal, like if she's got anywhere where she's keeping her correspondence or if women can't write in this day and age. Women can definitely write in this day and age. Okay, that's uh, good. They're that's not good. that repressed. Um, you do find her and a few of her handmaidens that are tending to her, getting her dressed quite right. You know, they're not putting it, or they're putting it on her and tightening it here and doing this here, and they're talking about you know, what to do later in the day. It's clear that this is not the final preparations. This is the, like, dress rehearsal for tonight. Okay. I listen for a little bit, but it sounds like I get bored. Yeah. Uh, where are they doing? Is this, like, a bat, her bed chamber? Um, if, is the door open, closed? Uh, it is open. There are 
kids that come in and kids that come out and handmaidens yeah. that come in and out. So they've just I'll slip in and poke around. Like, does it seem like this is her? Like, if she were to write letters, she there is a vanity with some uh, correspondence on it. But you're in a room um, with other people who are talking. Yeah. So I'll look at what's immediately visible on top, but I won't disturb it. Uh, on top is a signed and sealed letter uh, that is ready to be sent out to Countess Nina Castilian of Thornwood. It is already sealed? Yes. I really need to devise a spell for reading sealed letters. Actually, that Georg is so not interested in that, but for, <laughs> for his job, that's become... Yeah. So, is there anything else you'd like to do? Anything else, other information that you'd like to gather before the event? I listen to the women gossip. Probably, I'm, I'm at first. I bet I'm super excited. Like, oh my gosh, it's like I'm in the girls' locker room. And then, like after five minutes, I'm like, these, what are they even? No, <laughs> fantasy ruined. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much how um, it goes. Um, it's no more. So I think. So I yeah. It sounds like I, I do my best to get an idea of who these people are, what's going on, if there's any, yeah, but it sounds like this was, this was the best I can come up with. Mm -hmm. um, so eventually I think I'll get bored and head out to the, to the ball, head down to the ballroom. That seems like where the, all the events are happening. Yep. The flowers are all set up now. There. So I think we're skipping a couple of hours of Georg being invisible and poking around the, the manor. Um, does anything happen in those hours or? No, it's pretty boring. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just people preparing for a party and talk of, oh, did you hear? The Breckenridges had a garden party last week, but it was ruined because the pig got away. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, it's. So there are nobles starting to filter in or, no, no, or no, this, this is, is the woman's like, handmaidens. This is just gossip amongst the, the family and the, their assistants. Um, all after like the few hours poking around the manor, I'll slip out another side door and take a look at the gate and see who's coming and going. Sure. Probably get some time out in the garden. As the evening uh, I guess, approaches. I guess, I mean, I'm just, I'm playing it safe and wandering around the grounds. Sure. Looking sure. out for anything interesting or out of the ordinary or. All right. As the, the evening approaches. You definitely get a sense that more people are coming and going. More more food is arriving to be prepared. A couple of extra servants come in, look like maybe some assistant cooks. And maybe an hour before the sun sets, you see the first of the guests begin to arrive. And they're nice, fancy, noble carriages pulled by white horses who've had their manes all done up in braids. Uh, by chauffeurs with, you know, in tuxedos. And uh, people start to filter into the party. Where are you positioned during all of this? Um, I mean, I think during like the afternoon, I'm probably out in the garden watching the people come in, maybe trying to overhear conversation as they head up the steps, identify anyone if I can, but I probably can't. Yeah, um, that's all. And eventually, I think I'll head into the ballroom. But okay. for now, I think it seems like people are still arriving, so I'll be. Keeping uh, taking a look at who's showing up. Okay. Um, you do recognize uh, the woman who the letter you were you had opened was addressed to, Lady Steamwall. 
Okay. How do I know it's is she like announced by the Yes. Okay, everyone is announced as they head in. Yes. Are they announced at the gate or at the ballroom? In the ballroom. Okay. So I think at this point it's been a few hours or whatever. I've made my way back to the ballroom. Mm-hmm. I'm probably pressed up against a wall. Maybe yes. sitting up against a wall. <laughs> Bored out of my mind. Yes. This is a wizard's worst nightmare. Being forced <laughs> to be invisible at a noble family's party. That you're yeah. not allowed to drink anything at or eat anything or do anything. You just have to sit around and listen to gossip. It's, it's probably I have a lot of skin my rations. So I'm, I'm sure I'm like, I'm staying hydrated, nibbling on dried figs or whatever I've got. And there's the occasional like plate of hors d'oeuvres that gets left near somewhere and you just can yeah. swipe a little bit. Yeah. All right, so you said someone was introduced. Uh, yes, Lady Elizabeth Reginald Steamwall, uh, uh, Red Shield Steamwall, the, the woman mm-hmm. that you recognize. Yeah, you recognize her name at least. Yes, uh, she's I do. Uh, of average height, maybe a little bit above average height and maybe a little heavy for her height. Uh, she's in her 60s um, and she arrives... You've seen the letters, and you've seen the correspondence, and she's arriving, like, right on time. She's not too soon. She's not too late. She's not fashionably late. She is perfectly punctual. And she kind of has this proud look about her as she struts about the place. And she's not a secret wizard? Not yet. Not yet. If she is, it's still a secret? Yeah. All right. Well. What's your game plan here, Georg? I don't even know what the game is. <laughs> I don't even know what the game is. I think I'm at this point, from this point forward, I'll hang out in the, in the ballroom um, and observe. I'm gonna cast my ESP when it seems most opportune. Um, so I'll wait till most of the guests have arrived, I guess. Cause I do, I'll wanna ESP Lady Steamwalled and the lord of this manor, probably the lady of this manor. I guess I'll wait a little longer to see if anyone else interesting shows up. Okay. Um, so once most of the guests have arrived, there's not really anyone here that's any more interesting to you. They're just yeah. like- right, So I waited 20 minutes or so after the lady uh, Steamwald shows up and then cast my ESP. Sure. Um, so Lady Steamwall, you get the distinct impression that she is uh, very upset to be here without her beloved husband. She feels <laughs> out of place and off-put that she is attending by herself without a companion. So I get any indications to why her husband's not here? Or... No, just fretting that he's not here. Okay, but it's not like she's mourning his loss. It's like he's not a, not allowed to be here and... Uh, it doesn't seem like not, it's not allowed. Yeah, it's just like not, you're just like not able to be here. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you get from the lord of the house, Lord yeah. Wendelin. Uh, he seems to be looking about for a particular person that he has business with. Seems like okay. he is trying to arrange a marriage between his son and that other guy's daughter for the dowry. Mm-hmm. Which I know is super exciting to you. I care. It's just like, oh my god, is this really? Did I really come all the way out here for this? Right, I'm, I'm right. Biding my time for days. Um, um, the lady of the house. 
Oh, she's having a fabulous time. Oh, all these people here. My party's such a hit. Everyone likes it. It's been so long. It's too bad we're so poor. No, no, no. Don't think about that. Uh, anyone else that caught my eye, or should I go back to... Just, like, it's all crap. It's all just, like, noble bullshit drama. I'll burn out the rest of the spell, probably between the Lord Wendelin and Lady Steamwald. See if I, yeah. I don't know if I get any more from them in another... Nothing that is interesting to you in any way. So I guess I am... Somewhat curious as, although, yeah, as to where Lady Steamwald's Lord Steamwald is. But that's not even the Red Shield side of the family. What? I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? I said there is some question as to where Lord Steamwald is, why he couldn't make uh, it. Right. But that's not even the Red Shield side of the family. Right. And then this business doesn't sound like a cover for anything. It really just sounds like he's trying to marry his son off to increase the family's wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so maybe we just kill a couple of hours while I'm, like, twiddling my thumbs in this damn ballroom waiting for something interesting to happen. Yeah, yeah. So the questioning whether anything interesting will happen. All the guests arrive, and the party is going along. People are playing piano. There's a lot of discussion happening. Everyone's kind of doing their thing. The servants are moving back and forth. You're getting kind of tired of this, but you're you're sticking it out because you're a seventh-level wizard. You're nothing if not stu- uh, studious, industrious, yeah. and dedicated. I got, I got 14 willpower. I can, I can, can ride through it, grin and bear it. Right. I'm uh, invisible. I don't even need to grin. But you've grins. got you've got plenty of attention to be looking around. You're not getting lost in any of the yeah. details here because it's all so lame. Mm-hmm. Uh, when something catches your eye, a woman walks in who is not announced. Mm-hmm. Um, she wears a velvet cloak trimmed in lavender fur over a white silk gown fitted above the waist and tied with a cord of silver she's got long black hair that kind of curls its way down the back of her uh, lavender cape slash cloak Mm -hmm. and her face is just exquisitely framed but there's something about her that is surprisingly remarkable. Check. I am immune to first level illusions, by the way. You are immune um, to first level illusions. Okay. Uh, can I roll a spellcraft check to? I mean, maybe it's not even spellcraft. To, to just is it, the way you described her face made it sound supernatural. Like like it, it sounded like she had some plastic surgery, old <laughs> plastic surgery. Uh, this is this is like jaw droppingly attractive woman. Okay. This is um, the most attractive woman you've seen in your entire lifetime. Okay. Um. So can I go ahead? Make me a spellcraft I, check. I mean, it's it's. I've got nineteen spellcraft, so it's like not even. I don't know if this will act or two. <laughs> Maybe I don't notice. I mean, my my intuition was that it like oh she's too perfect. She's she's enhanced her beauty with with witchcraft, or someone has. Mm-hmm. Does that seem accurate? Is that still what I'm thinking? Does that is no? She just looks unnaturally beautiful. Okay. Unnaturally. I mean, so you exactly know. What I was, so exactly what like I was Like Helen doing. of Troy, you know, the, the sort of thing that you would call unnatural because it's, it's so good. Okay. Um, I think I, like, subconsciously find myself, like, standing up if I was sitting down and taking a few steps towards her. 
Um, what what ha- you said? She wasn't announced. She just sort of slips in unnoticed, or she does everyone turn to look at her? Uh, she does slip in unannounced. Um, Not unnoticed. She turns, smiles at the doorman, and then you notice she starts to cast a spell. Give me a spellcraft uh, check. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-four. That's passed, so I should get it unless it's something particularly difficult. Uh, she casts a hold portal spell on the on, door. On the door, as the doorman begins to close it, and no one seems to notice. Everyone's busy with the party. Yeah, I actually have a hold portal spell, so I do know what that does. It is just verbal, and it's casting time one, so it's a pretty subtle spell. Um, I'm going to circle around to the door that she just held. There are a couple of other exits, though, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Okay. She doesn't hold those, or what? Uh, well, this is we're just doing this one step at a time, yeah. right? So I'm going to go to the hold portal, or to the held portal, to the door, like circle around behind her and go to the door. Oh, man. <laughs> So I, I, I think I circle around her to the door. I didn't recognize her, correct? She is, uh, so, so are you worried they're about to spoil it for yeah, me? Yeah, they keep talking spoilers, so we're gonna just purge okay. chat. I do have chat open, but I didn't see any spoilers. I'll just I'll just minimize it then. Damn it, chat. You. This is why, this is the fear that I have when I try and plan D&D sessions, is then people are like, oh my god, look at this, and they start spoiling shit for everyone else. So we're going to take a break right now, and we'll come back with Dyson with Death in a little bit, and you guys think about what you've done. You're going to ruin this for everyone. Think about what you've done. You guys are ruining the game. So, this woman has cast a spell on the door, a hold portal spell on the door. And your reaction was kind of surprise? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Followed by me slipping around the perimeter of the room, of the ballroom, to get behind her and to the door. Um, behind her to the door that she just closed? Yeah. So one one thing that I was going to do, depending on how quickly things progress, is I should be able to check her. Well, I guess I can, I can check... If she's only level three, I can open the door. If I'm, if I'm, if she's level three, I can open the help portal just because I'm a badass wizard. Give me a charisma so. check at minus three, please. Charisma. Oh, okay, for reading motives, I was like, who's, who am I? Okay, D twenty plus eleven, twenty-four. Uh, as you slip closer to her and get a good look at her face. You recognize Annabelle Redshield herself. Okay. Okay. Uh, although I, maybe last time you saw her, she just was at home, and so she wasn't didn't do herself up properly. But this is she is she has done well. She is, as I said, jaw droppingly attractive. She wasn't jaw droppingly attractive. I've met with her a few times, right? You met with her like once or twice, but she was at home during office hours, and you barged into her house, and this is like a formal party. Uh, she cleans up very nice, apparently. Hmm. Meanwhile, I could think I'm invisible, but meanwhile, I'm sc- scruffy and I've been living in the woods for a couple days. Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're like dirty old Georg who hasn't even shaved. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, so I I don't know how big the room is, but do I slip to the door? Yes, you do. Uh, she stands with her back to the door. You can kind of get to it. There's not there's a bit of a gap between her and the door. Mm-hmm. Um, um, she looks out over the room. So unless she does anything, I will try to open the door, and that will at least I guess. So a wizard of four or more experience levels higher than the spellcaster can open the held portal at will. You cannot open the door. So she's not a third level wizard. She's a greater than third level wizard. Uh, has the, anyone in the room turned to see her? Turned to look at her? What's going on? Like what? Like it seems like something should have. So yeah, I'm the people her. near her have kind of turned to look at her, but they're they're very polite. So it's. Uh, <coughs> Um, do... She's taking a moment to just take in the whole room and gaze over the attendants. Okay, I'm behind her, thinking through my options. The thought crosses my mind to just unleash a lightning bolt and blow this place to... to ashes. Um... The, I'm, I'm the, sort of waiting to see what her move is or what the reaction to her is. I'm not gonna... The piano stops and she starts to step out into the room and people start to notice her and then there's whispers and the room falls silent and you can hear the people next to you having heard the whisper from the people next to them turning and go, oh my god, that's that's Lady Annabelle Redshield. <gasps> they still call her Lady. Yes. Uh, and the whole room falls to a silence as she strides out into the middle of the room. Uh, you notice, of the attendees, there were a few of them that looked like maybe they're knights. They're not here in armor, but they're definitely here with their swords. Okay. Um, and one of them... Count about how many knights do I see? Uh, looks like eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. About eight swords. About eight swords. And how many people? How, big is, how thick is the crowd? There's about 60 people in the crowd. Of them, maybe eight are armed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you did see armed soldiers like outside of the house. Uh, most of them were at the gate, though. But you counted six armed guards, four on the gate, two on the, the house, the door to the house itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyway, one of these knights, a an older gentleman, well into his sixties or seventies, with a long wispy gray beard, steps forward and says, "My dear, ah." Uh, I'm afraid it is my displeasure to say I must put you under arrest in the name of Our Lady the Queen. Um, can you give me a perception check, please? Yeah, I'm watching her to see if she casts any other spells. Uh, perception, you said? Yes, please. Nope. Okay. 18. Um, she walks over towards him and gets very close to him, kind of gently, almost seductively puts a hand on his shoulder and and whispers into his ear something and then kind of steps back and gives him a broad smile and he just lowers his head and steps back into the crowd. Uh, How far away is this whole scene from me? 30 feet. No, not even 30 feet. 20 feet. Okay. Does she address the the crowd? Does she? She turns, looks, takes a look over the crowd again, and calls out in a very calm, clear voice, "I'm looking for my cousins." 
Elizabeth, would you please step forward? Uh, to which Elizabeth steps forward. Uh, this is Elizabeth Steam Lady. Yeah. The Lady of the House. Steam House. No, no, no. This is Elizabeth yeah. Steam House, the oh, person okay. whose message yeah. you interrupted. Uh-huh. Uh, she steps forward, and you can see Annabelle Redshield give a broad smile. You can only see it from the side as she walks up to her sister, uh, her cousin, uh, and kind of puts a hand on her and walks around to behind, so she's holding her, both her shoulders from behind and says, Oh, my dear cousin, you were always my favorite. And she gives a big smile, raises her head back, and then sinks her teeth into her cousin's neck. Uh, her Vampire! Cousin to, turns slowly to the side and then drops I, to the ground. I cast Displaced Self on myself. Okay. Um, I'm pulling out my Displaced my displacer beast leather. Jesus. Vampire, I should have known. Did chat spoil, is that what chat had spoiled? They were just going, oh my God, here it comes, everybody get ready, which is super fucking childish. Yeah. Uh, the crowd begins to scream and we roll initiative. Uh, does my space self go off before? Or uh, no, we'll do that on the initiative happen? round. That'll be your first action. But I don't think I... Jesus. Uh, casting time two. Not Jesus. Twelve. Okay. Um, As her cousin drops to the floor, Annabelle waves a hand in the direction of the back door uh, of the the mud room and casts another spell. You can go ahead and give me a spellcraft check. Thirty-four. It's another hold portal. Uh, and then she moves towards the remaining closed door. Uh, or the remaining door that she didn't hold the portal on. Uh, you went at 12? Okay, you go next. Yeah, I cast my displaced self. Okay, you are displaced. You notice Two feet the... away from where my invisible self actually is. Uh, the knights in attendance, five of the knights mm-hmm. in attendance draw their swords and move towards her while the one that she had whispered in his ear draws his sword and begins to hack at one of the other knights the, the elder gentleman is a potion a an action in and of itself yes it is uh, he takes a swipe at the one of the knights and misses uh, no I'm sorry that's a hit because they're not wearing armor uh, so his sword comes down for 11 damage, uh, 10 damage, because I can't do math right now. 10 damage on one of the knights. Uh, The other knights come up to Annabelle. Well, one of them turns to fight the guy who attacked him, criticals him, ooh, and he's an old man. That may not be going well for him. Double critical, uh, but low damage. But old man has low HP. So the, the charmed knight attacks one of the non-charmed knights, but retaliates, cutting the old man down. How many? How many? There's, so there's only two knights standing that oppose. Uh, no, there are four. There are five opposed knights. There were six total. Mm-hmm. And then one attacked, the other responded, and that leaves four remaining. Who go after Annabelle? 
Uh, they slash at her. Two of them miss. One of them gets a shot that should hit her in the head and clear her head from her shoulders, but the blade just kind of whistles through her body and out the other side, having done nothing. God, can I even... Do I even want to get involved here? The remaining knight holds his action. Ryan's I turn. Even... I think that 12 is your display self. I oh, know you already displaced yeah, yourself. Yeah, I already. So we're on the next round. Yeah, initiative. God, I don't even know what how powerful a vampire is, but I'm pretty sure it will fuck my shit up. Initiative. <laughs> Another ten, thirteen. Okay. Uh, Annabelle has moved to the back room, the only door that's not locked by a whole portal spell. Uh, the other people are moving towards the held door and trying to open it, but it is magically held. And she calls out in her voice, Cousin! Cousin, where are you? I have Isn't the thirst. cousin dead on the floor? There's another cousin. Mm-hmm. The one who invited the other cousin. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a thirst that only you can quench. Uh, she moves up to one of the knights and makes a, a grab for him but he manages to duck between her arms and scamper away. Your turn. Um. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm drinking a potion. I'm drinking my potion of vitality. Ooh. Would you like to tell us what the potion of vitality does? I have no fucking clue. I'm assuming from the name that it, yeah, this is, yeah, that it will increase my HP. Oh, this is, is this the one that does like the, you don't need to sleep for a week or something crazy? This potion restores the user to full vitality despite exertion, lack of sleep, and going to have food or drink for up to seven days. This will nullify up to seven days of sleep deprivation and will continue to affect for the remainder of the seven day duration. Potion makes the user proof against poison and disease while in effect and the user recovers hit points at one for every four hours oh that is not what i wanted at all i thought it might give me a boost to my hp no but it will boost your recovery if i survive yes not what i wanted so you don't need how does is this what this is what Malachi had that gave him the crazy spell. Yes. Regeneration, right? Yes. Can you just con- you can just rememorize spells whenever you feel like it? Yes. Oh, what a waste. Maybe not what a waste. All right, next round initiative. Can vampires be affected by color spray? Who knows? You can give it a shot. Rolled 13 again? Uh, no, I haven't rolled yet. Okay. That's a lot of tens for initiative. Yeah, we're going in for the color spray. All right, you go first. So I invisibly... How long does it take to transfer a... a... Out of curiosity, how long does it take to transfer a soul into a spell? Is that a full round action? Oh, uh, you mean to overcharge it? So I have... No, I have a soul, but I have no invisibility spells. No ah. Guys. That's a round action. Okay. But if you have Um, used all three gem slots, you can charge all three at once as long as you're charging them with the same spell. 
not totally following, but it doesn't really matter. Okay, um, I, I push through the crowd uh, behind Lady Red Shield and her how many knights? Uh, she has five that are fighting her. Well, fighting that her. Are... Oh, not how many are fighting for her? There was just one. The one. She's dead. Okay. Um, then I'll slip in behind the, uh, the knights that are fighting her and throw the color spray directly at Annabelle Red Shield right. over its shoulder. Is it a hit dice or creatures? It's creatures. Um, so let me roll that. I probably accidentally hit. If I can avoid the knights that are fighting her, that'd be ideal, but it may not work out that way. Um, two, um, and those, if she, I assume she's great, sixth level or higher, she gets a saving throw versus spell, although she's a vampire, so I don't even know how blind or unseen creatures are not affected. It doesn't say anything specifically about undead, but we'll find out. The spell seems to have no effect. Either that's a pass or it doesn't affect undead. Okay. Um, am, I, am I able to miss a, um... Uh, you do hit two of these. Uh, you can miss the knights if you want to. Uh, yeah, if I can like angle it like up and just in their face or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but you do become visible. Yeah. Uh, to which she turns and looks at you, looks through you almost. As well. <laughs> what a pleasant surprise. She makes a step for you, Georg. Uh, uh, that same round? So she provokes opportunity attacks from the knights? Sure. Uh, they, I, they can't even affect her, can they? No, a couple of them take some swipes, but the blades pass through her. She's not even trying to block them. Uh, and the knights just fall back to protect the remaining people. She comes she, up she go, okay. and reaches to grab your head and shoulder and completely misses you because you're displaced. Yeah. <laughs> She God, looks God. about with a frustration in her eyes. How much? Initiative. How much damage do vampires do? Can I even take one hit? Or Initiative! There is no time to think. There is only time to act. Innocence. She's just going to blow murder them anyways. Uh, how far away is the wall in front of me? Or how long? What are the dimensions of the room? The room is 50 by 30 by 15. Yeah, we'll see. You're going to throw a lightning bolt in an enclosed area? I'm going to throw a lightning bolt in an enclosed area. But late. So eleven um, so I, I, I'm, I'm backing away from her, like into the crowd, if possible. Sure. All okay, right. Yeah. Eleven in initiative the... beats her. Thirteen. I throw a lightning bolt uh, perpendicular to where I am. God, I'm just gonna. Tr How many poor innocent souls are about to get blown? So you're you're facing the length of the room. She's in front of you. Everyone's gathered. Okay, up so it's gonna go the width of the room and so just. You're gonna width of the room her. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and a bunch of innocents. She gets a saving throw. Yeah. And roll me some damage. 17 on a pass, or on a fail. That? Uh, eight on a pass. Not even that much damage. I think burning hands is a better spell. Uh, well, I think you just rolled terribly on damage. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, you rolled like one some one thing better than a four, so yeah. Uh, she fails her save and takes seventeen damage. Does it even look like it affects her? It does. Uh, she gets blasted to the side with a ghastly shriek. Um, uh, now let's take a look at lightning bolt. Lightning bolt does bounce, right? Yeah, but I, I like did it perpendicular to the room, so I think it would just bounce back and forth in that in against those walls. But what setting. if that would that hit her multiple times? Is the question. That's that is up to you. I. I, th- I would argue. I think I would argue that it should, but each creature within its area of effect. So I, I don't know. I think it because uh, of an unyielding barrier such as a stone wall. Okay, right, this so is not wood, a stone wall. These are wood walls. So so it just blows right through the wall. Blasts through her, tosses her to the side, and blows open a and side. A bolt can breach one inch of wood or a half inch of stone per caster level. So I can blow through seven inches of wood. It, it blows open the wall and sets fire to the drapings and things in that area. Um, um, I, ooh, I could just run through that open flaming hole. Okay, her turn. Yeah. She kind of recovers from the blow. Her face is a mask of anger and horror. Streaks appear where there weren't, and her eyes almost seem to sink in and bulge out at the same time. She locks eyes with you, Ryan. Give I me a saving if throw. I can, but what's that? Give me a saving throw versus spell at minus two. There's no averting my eyes. Uh, I think, and not in this situation. If you had called it at the start of the round that you're trying yeah. to miss eye contact. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. My save versus spell is ten. With a pet penalty of two, you need a ten or better. No. She One. looks dreamily into your eyes. You feel the vampire charm come over you. Soft words from your close friend say, Georg, I have forgiven you for your crimes. Why would you hurt me so? Please, please, stand aside. This does not concern you. Let me can see to my cousins. Can you give me my instructions as per a charm spell? Or as for like what I like, can... I will allow you to continue to act autonomously. I think okay. you're good at role playing this, but you you're charmed. It's, it's the equivalent of a charm person. Yes, it or is a charm it, person. Can uh, I read that spell description? You consider her a close friend and will do her no harm. Will do her no okay. I don't think that's necessarily in the spell I, description, but I think that's the okay. implicit effect. And is there anything special about vampire charm? Like uh, only that it only the method through which it is delivered. Okay. As a trusted from an ally to be heated and protected. Yes. It's not able to control, but any word or action is viewed in the most favorable way. Stand okay. aside. I have business to attend. But don't go far, she says. Uh, you can go ahead and act on your own turn if you'd like. Uh, next round's initiative. Uh, my turn already. My turn was the lightning bolt. She went after me. Right, right. So uh, I don't know if you'd actually need to roll initiative against her anymore, since she's kind of on your side. Um, what are, What are you going to do as Georg, charmed Georg? I'm confused. I mean, my other. I was going through the like. Do I set her on? Do I burning hands versus magic missile versus? I kind of wanted to just teleport out of here in the first place. 
But now that that quite makes sense. Why would I? Why would you leave? And she asked you to stay. Yeah. She's. Besides, you guys don't have any trouble anymore. She's forgiven you. Um, how many people? How many innocents did I accidentally kill? God, I'm gonna. I'm going down with as bad of a reputation as she has after this. There were only five people in the way. Go down with the with the lightning bolts. Uh, what are the, are the people just screaming and running? Uh, well, and... all the people are packed against the magically held door and being slowly squished into that area. Um, so you actually I... only hit the two. I'm sorry, you only hit two people: a okay. knight and a, a servant that was pressed against a wall. All right, am I crammed in with the crowd? Am I no, given no, a wide you're, you're standing right next to her now. She's come up okay. and stood beside you and is now walking so past. Tried to back through the crowd. The crowd backed away from me and yeah. So now you are basically Annabelle's in the middle of the room. You're roughly in the middle of the room too. The knights are falling backwards. Those that are alive, trying to defend the people who are squishing themselves, possibly to death, against this wall and this hell door. What are you? She said she, she had said she had business or something like that. Is that I, what? Yes, she has business with her sister, her cousin. Yeah, is it? Yeah. So what? What are you planning on doing with all these souls? I say, looking back and forth between the screaming, rioting crowd. I think I'm not going to roll for initiative. I mean, I guess I can roll my weapon speed or whatever, but I, I, mean, I don't have anything to do. You see her spot, her cousin in the crowd, and she moves up. Some more knights take some called uh, attacks of opportunity at her that pass through her. She reaches into the crowd and with enormous strength, lifts her cousin above the people and brings her cousin out into the, this clear space where everyone is pushed away from. Yeah, I think I take a few steps following behind her. Uh, she proceeds him. to rip her cousin's throat apart and drain her of her blood. Um, and then calls over her shoulder to you. Georg, my darling, would you please set fire to this building? Uh, is it not already on fire? It's slightly on fire. What purpose would that serve, I say, reaching into a pocket and producing a bit of... Actually, burning hands is a requirement you open image. What purpose does that serve, I say, walking over to a wooden wall? It would please me greatly. Is she still as beautiful as she was when she walked in? She's so gorgeous. Yeah, I meet her gaze as gouts of flame erupt from my hand, just like torching the wall, or the curtains closest to me. The house is now ridiculously inflamed. One side is on fire from the lightning bolt. Now the other side is on fire from the burning hands. And the fire spreads quickly between the drapes and all the nice, rich fabrics covering everything. Bits of fabric go up in flame and fall away from the others, landing on carpets. And the screams of the innocents rise. Um, do I, will I have trouble getting out of the building? No, she blew a hole in the side of the wall. So did I. What did oh, she? Yeah, I mean, you blew a hole in the side of the wall. You should be. Okay. You can walk through that without with ease. Yeah, I, mean, I think once I get uncomfortable, I'll leave. Does she say anything more to me? Or uh, once I get uncomfortable, I'll step out of the burning building. Yeah, 
you you watch her for a few minutes, I guess. Well, she is she just like devouring people. She kills her husband cousin by drinking blood, and then she just starts ripping into people, grabbing and pulling them apart. Uh, and after enough people have after there's enough fire going on, and enough people have died, she walks out through the blown open hole that um, you have. So during that time. I don't. Th- I mean, I'm charmed by her, but I'm. I'm still not have issue with revealing perhaps darker sides of my nature. I don't think I would just harvest a soul right here in front of this crowd. Even knowing that they're all about to die, and that the person you're dealing with is a vampire and a friend, and all these people are gonna die. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 what I tell myself as I grab a soul on my way out of the burning building. Um, okay. uh, so I'll need to. I want to turn my spell back into an or my soul back into invisibility or whatever. Is it can a soul be turned directly to a spell? Uh, yes. Or does it return stats? Okay, so I charge an invisibility and grab a soul, like someone that got trampled that is maybe like laying on the ground. Annabelle, beside them. Annabelle and, definitely sees what you're doing, but mm-hmm. makes no notice of it yet. Uh, yeah, I kneel beside them and put them out of their misery. The Don't two- worry, it'll all be over. Never, who am I kidding? Your, your soul is getting sent straight to the negative material plane and you're going to be trapped in limbo for all eternity. Oh! <laughs> I don't know what I say that last part. I may just be thinking it. Oh. Uh, once the building's thoroughly inflamed... Yeah, I'm, I'll step out, and I think I'll conjure my phantom steed out in the yard. I don't know what's happening next, but one way or another, I think I'm going to need to get the fuck out of here. Uh, she steps out after you. Uh, so how long does? It, so that takes ten minutes to cast. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I think I like steal the soul, step out of the burning building. I think shortly after I s- cast the burning hands. I don't know how many minutes she spends tearing. She spends five minutes inside the building, ripping people apart and letting it burn. Okay. So I'm probably still in the middle of my ritual when she comes out. If or So it takes 10 minutes. I'm probably about halfway through. Mm. I think she comes out and interrupts your spell. She stops you. Uh, yeah. Does it fizzle? Is that... Yeah, it fizzles. Uh, mm-hmm. Takes you by the hand and says, mm-hmm. come, my friend come with me and leads you hand in hand down towards the front gate Um, I think I'm silent I'm enamored a couple of guards from the front door who have been trying to help people get out stop and shout and come chasing after you guys with spears Annabelle kind of gives you a wave to deal with them and continues making her way to the gate uh, how many minutes? Oh, I guess my display self has expired. How many yeah. guards are there? That's two. They have, oh, they have leather armor and spears. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, they're wearing padded doublets with scimitars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are coming, running down the, the walkway towards you. Um, yeah, I'll cast a reduce on one of them uh, as soon as they are within... 35 yards, and then draw a dagger in my other hand. Uh, can you give me an initiative roll, please? Yeah. Actually, let's reduce the best. A blink. Um, I'm casting one. 
Are they closing with me this round? Yeah, they will close with you this round. Um, I'll actually, I'm going to cast a blink. Five. Uh, you go first. Sometimes I'm speed five. All right, so I cast my blink. Okay. Um, they um, come up and they both make attacks. Blink, blink goes at the next round. Right. Uh, they both miss this round. Whoosh, whoosh. And the scimitars hiss through the air. Next round. Yep. Whoops. Whoops, blink at the same time as my attack. Did we decide that the attack goes? I think we decide that you can, you resolve your attack. I can only be attacked by opponents who win. Um, I think it's like initiative ties. You know, the initiative ties, both things happen. So I think you get your, your attack off and then you blink. I think it was sort of weird where they explain what happens if you don't beat it. They explain what happens if you do, but they don't resolve the tie. I'm going to say you can go before yeah. your blink oh, yeah. if you tie. Yeah. Okay, so do I, does seven be, beat their initiative? Yes. What do you do? Uh, 13, does that hit? You said studded leather? Or? Padded. Padded leather. Okay. No, just padded. Just a padded armor. Yeah, you hit. Um, uh, damage to plus one dagger. Two points of damage. And then I blink two is... You cut him down. I blink to the right, so the other swings and misses automatically. Initiative? So slow. Ooh, so am I... Okay, not slow enough. So a nine with my dagger. You go first. All right, I come at him from the right where I just blinked to... Plus one flank. Thrusting Carl into his gut. Uh, 19 doesn't crit, no, but I but do. he's got one HP, so four, he goes down as Four well. points of damage. Uh, Annabelle has made it almost I all the way up, down. I look up, it's been about three minutes, so she's to the door. She's at the gate. Uh, the guards at the gate are not there. You don't know where they are, but they're not there. Uh, mm-hmm. She has thrown open the doors and is looking at you expectantly. Yeah. Bloody dagger in hand, I walk down the path, okay. down the garden path towards her. You get down to the that gateway, and it's just the two of you standing in the gate. She looks deeply into your eyes and says, That is such look. a lovely necklace you wear. May I see it? Um, I, I pull it, I like, she can't even see the necklace. It's under my robes, right? Right. So she... I like reach my hand in my robes and like fish it out and like let it fall um, to my chest. Um, still maintaining eye contact. So if we, yeah, is that Mark Wester? Who did the, the Georg fan art? Usually that's not what he looks. Usually the amulet is concealed very well, even from divinations. Right. But now I wear it as brazenly as as my fan art dictates. I look at her. Um, in, far, in my mind, this is C. I don't even think I would get, like this is an artifact. Like even Char, I wouldn't give this to like my best friend. Right, right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't just. Hand, I wouldn't even hand this over to like my mother. You know what I mean? Like this is right. There, there's no reason that you would hand this over to her. Yeah. Uh, she casts but another spell. Go ahead and uh, think if you want. 
27. It's a detect magic spell. Detect magic? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she gazes can you, at your can you enumerate? And... Can you mean you enumerate everything that's magic? I'm... No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, but I think you, you notice her surprise when you're just a glowing orb of magic between your robes and your amulet and your dagger and all your potions, which I guess well, are in your robes. I mean, I, I think most of those are concealed in extra-dimensional space, actually. So I th- she gets a magic reading from the, from the, the robes. And the robes. So, but I, I don't know if every, she can tell that there's magic in the pockets or if the whole thing is just an obscured mess of magic, if like the power is amplified by the fact that it's... It's extra-dimensional space, and spells don't cross that, so she doesn't see it. But if okay. you have the, on the, your outside... The robe is magic. She sees the robe is magic, she sees the amulet's magic. Right. The dagger in my hand is magic. Yeah. Uh, she gives a broad smile and says, May I have a look at your amulet? Um, how close is she to me? Kissing range. So I can't even really get any closer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like put my like hand underneath the amulet and like hold it up. I don't take it off my neck. Yes, um, you can see the the anger crossing her face like, as you do not. I like, I like present like no, 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 like allow her to take a close look, but it stays chained around my neck. Um, she sees him totally, and this is like she was like, "Yeah." Have I done something to displease you, my lady? Uh, her scowl melts into a uh, seductive smile. No, no, all is fine. Let the amulet drop back to my chest, still in plain view. Tell me, Georg, Carl, how Has she? No, she she, she knows me as Georg, right? Uh, I don't think so. Or did she, Carl? Now you got me so confused because no, she so knows you as Carl. Uh, tell me, <laughs> Carl, how did you find out about my spellcasting abilities? Ah. Uh... I'm trying, even out of character, I'm trying to remember. (laughs) Uh, It took quite a bit of digging. Ramdell suspected there was a secret wizard in town. But... Truth be told, it was all the books. The books? Yes, all all of the arcane tomes mysteriously disappeared from the city library. I traced the trail of overdue library books, and they led right to your door. Ah, I see. But I never suspected, like, look her up and down like this. This is a more recent development. You chased me out of town, you know. imprisoned, escaped, fled north, tried to charm my way into the company of the Count Fortune. The Count, what did you say, of Fortune? Is yes, that a city? It's a city. Okay. You know there's quite a bounty on that pretty head of yours. <laughs> I'm sure. Your 
lands are forfeit. I have no well. need for lands any longer. What is it that you do need, my friend? Um, and I are think we are we are we just standing at the? You're just standing in the gate. Okay. Yeah. Um. She she smiles oh, and you shit. see fangs start to drop from her teeth. Scroll of protection from undead. Uh, and she says. Just need a drink of your blood. Would that I be too much I, to ask? I think, according to vampire rules, that's like I'm required to to submit. I don't think you're required. You are a charmed person. You value her as a friend. But if a friend asked ally. me to drink my blood, I'd be like, holy shit, you're a vampire, murder it. But, but I, like, if you're I like, think oh, you're a vampire, blood. you need to drink blood to survive. Yeah. Um, I think I, with the bloody dagger, I wipe the, wipe the other blood off of my dagger, my thigh, and cut my hand open. Okay. Carl, she pushes your hand board. aside and makes an attack at your neck. I I'll think she at least has to roll the hit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's still a hit. Uh, her teeth sink into you, draining away nine points of life. Ow! Give me a saving throw versus spell. Uh, 11. My save is 10. Is there a penalty on this one? There's no penalty on this one. You do not lose two life levels. Oh, drain. that's right. Do they drain XP? They drain levels, two levels. How much damage did you say I took? Nine. I scream, ow! Uh, Is the charm still in effect? I think you are allowed another saving throw. Right, yeah. Like that's what, I don't know if vampire charm is any different, but. Uh, No, if the caster harms or attempts to harm the charmed individual, the charm spell is broken, so it's immediately broken. I was wondering broken. if Vampire Charm is, has no. any specifics. It's broken as she starts to drain your life. Yeah, and so as I she think pulls at first away, it feels good, and then the pain kicks in. After a moment, no, she pulls I'm away charmed. and sees that you, like, waiting for you to fall. No, you don't, it's, it's flat broken. You don't need to make a save. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, she I... takes a, a look, surprised to see you still standing, like, having expected you to collapse after she sucked out your blood. And I, I think now you're broken. I meet her gaze and GTFO. Uh, initiative first. A sudden realization of what just transpired hits Georg. Come on, low. Roll 20 is lagging. 10. Doesn't matter. She rolled a natural 10 on hers. Ooh. Uh, I dimension door. Uh, 210 yards out into the woods somewhere, over the walls, out into the village. Bend over, hand on knees, clutching my throat. Panting heavily, reeling for a round. I think I'm 210 yards, like across the, like around the backside of the, of the keep. Like, so we were at the door. Oh, so you're like, 
you teleport to the other side of the key. To the, yeah, yeah, to the east, over the other side of the east wall. So probably away from town, right? Yeah. I don't think she can find you. Okay. Uh, you hear a cry echoing through the night from the other side. Ah! Um, I, after real, I take, it takes me around to recover. Um, but I just start running south as soon as. Okay. You just book it south. You run and run, leaving a burning estate, which is now entirely in flames behind you. It's silhouetted against, well, it, it creates a large glow in the night sky as you make your way into the peaceful, quiet lands below. After maybe half an hour of running, I think you are exhausted you know, I'm not. I drink a potion of vitality. Oh shit! You have a potion of vitality. You're fine. <laughs> you can run all day and all uh, night. I stop at my um, at my treasure hoard. Yeah. Am I unencumbered when I have a potion of vitality? No, you're still encumbered. Okay. You just you don't get exhausted, so you could run full speed all night. Actually, my robe has pretty much everything in it. I can cast spells forever. It's just a matter of memorizing them, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. I pick up my money. I don't have my steed. She interrupted the spell. But you could re-memorize a steed. Oh, yeah. I could just stop and re-memorize it right here and right now, right? Yep. So I collect my treasure, memorize a phantom steed. That takes like half an hour. Yeah, exactly half an hour. Um, yeah, and then I ride hard south. I, I, I stop at some point to rememorize. Your robes? Uh, well, those will expire like 3 a.m. Okay. I stop at some point. I mean to rememorize the spells that I cast. Um, let me check what spells that I have, what spells I, ca- I cast, color spray, Burning hands. Does burning hands count? Burning. I don't think it does. <laughs> Color spray. ESP. Display self. Lightning bolt brings it to eight. Dimension door brings it to twelve. Okay. So we're talking thirteen. So twenty-five total spell levels. You hop on your phantom steed after you memorize it, and and then what? I ride. I head back to Thornwood. I think twenty something right. miles. You're gonna have to stop at a certain point when all your things just fall out of your robe. Yeah, I'll stop it in the middle of the night to recast deep pockets. What does even what does Gary even think? Like, what do I know about vampires? They are powerful, undead. I think Georg has kind of the same notions that Ryan might have if Ryan doesn't read the player, the monster <laughs> right now. But I would expect there to be a coffin somewhere or some lair that can be. Achieved. Yeah, 
You know, there's something about garlic and mirrors, and yeah. she's got to sleep in her own grave. And there might be something about running water, or is that just a rumor? You know, there's, yeah. there's a whole mix of information. And I will give you and everyone watching a bit of a heads up that I am not using the vampires from the book exactly. They are going to be modified by my own desires. So even if you read the Monstrous Manual, be prepared to expect uh, for things to be different. So basically, fuck vampires. Like, I don't, I don't I had a thought to just teleport out of there as, like, just without even breaking visibility. Just, just like, nope, 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 out of here, later. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. Now, I think I'm riding hard for Thornwood. All right. You stop and redo your your robe eventually. Yeah. Uh, and then make it to Thornwood later that night. The gates are shut. Um, and there is a guard on top shining a lantern down to you as you approach on your silent steed. I, like, have pulled my tabard out of my pockets and put it over. Put it back over my robe. I'm just, like, covered in blood. How many hours has it been? Um, if you were going at double speed, but that's, you're going through uncomfortable terrain. So it's been, like, seven hours. Okay, so I am at, let's just say again, two HP. Yeah. I will in one more hour. Yeah. 12 out of 19. Uh, it is I, Art Carl of Misty Rapids. Open the gates at once. Actually, do I wish to... Do I want to tell Misty her? Misty Rapids is the other direction. Who the hell are you? Who or where? Who? Hold on. You hear him walk down from the wall and open up like a little shutter in the door. Spy out at you. And then he sees all your sigils and everything and shuts the door. I probably have two giant vampire bites on my neck. I've got like my hood like bunched up around. He opens the door and lets you in with a bit of a bow. Says, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't expect you to come from the other side. Please, please come in, my lord. Have a good night. And I like ride. Do I, do I want to tell? Do I tell anyone in Thornwood or I just go straight for Misty Rapids? Who do I bring into this? Well, we can maybe decide that another time if you'd like to sit on it for a while, because you've got that potion of vitality. You're going to be up for days. <laughs> it's like an energy drink. Yeah, it's a crazy energy drink. Um, so why don't we just end it right here? And next week, when we pick up with the story of Georg, we'll find out what he does. And remember, this is only seven hours after... The, the battle. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's do some experience. Congratulations on surviving. Vampires are difficult. They're really strong. Yeah. They're they're really strong. They are. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what you expected me to do. At least she was. For a second there, I thought she would take me as her uh, sidekick or something, but. No, she just wants my amulet. She wants her amulet and wants to kill you. Yeah. Uh, but you survived her attempts to kill you, which I think really surprised her there. I think she did would not expect you to be able to survive a, a, a full-fledged vampire bite and a blood suck. Or a, and a level drain. She, she can also, like, punch, right? Or does she have um, other attacks? She has one attack per round. Okay. I thought chat was saying that her bite attack was her weakest attack, but... Chat, as I said, chat, 
I'm, I'm using things different than the Monstrous Manual. Does Monstrous Manual vampires have no, like a... In a second edition Monstrous Manual, vampires have one attack. So chat's yeah. wrong to begin with. And even if they were right, we're using a modified vampire. So, so don't, don't listen to them. Chat, get your shit together. YouTube everyone, commenters, you're, you're all right. You're all right. Everyone likes to backseat DM and thinks that they know what they're talking about because they're right about these things. Ah, okay, so are we doing experience? Let's do some experience here. But usually chat's pretty good. Today they've been... Unruly. Oh, that's... Chat does raise an interesting point about uh, display self on, and the gaze attack. Although I... Like if she's making eye contact, and she already did try to grab me. So the gaze was broken. And you need like to make eye contact with her. So it's fine. But if she's, but if she's looking at someone two feet to my right... I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. So if you were two feet in front or two feet behind, it would be the same eye contact. Different focus point. Doesn't matter. Um, all right. Da -da -da. Uh, you, I'm not going to give you experience for killing a vampire because you didn't. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, but how many spell levels did you get? 25. That is a lot of XP. Um, no spells researched, no potions made, or scrolls made, or magic items made. Uh, let's see, you did kind of stumble upon a robbery and insert yourself into this. <laughs> so yeah, let's give I you experience You don't give me loot for my actual quests. I gotta, gotta make it on my own. Um, um, we'll I mean, I you... killed the thief. Well, I don't know what level he was, but... Level yeah, one thief. You did defeat a couple of <laughs> low-level thieves. Just the one. The other one I left. Uh, I guess we'll find out if he's. But you defeated them both in combat. Okay. Even if you didn't kill them, it's uh, victory that matters, not death. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? I, I murdered a bunch of. Experience is burned, be for... burned a bunch of innocent civilians alive. Yeah. There were the knights. Like I don't know which side. If you want to put me on the vampire side of that conflict, you could award experience for the knights we took down. I, I feel like I should get some experience for that encounter. I guess I get those spell levels cast. But. Yeah, I think you, the whole encounter you will get experience for when you kind of resolve the vampire storyline. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you'll get a nice big fat XP for resolving the whole storyline. So I think for now, including your 10%, it's only uh, 2970. Including the spell levels? Including spell levels. and Oh, I didn't. Hold on. I, I take that back. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't do that yet. Yeah. Um, there we go. It is 3520. All right. Uh, and that includes role-playing and everything else. Brings me to 77,470. Out of 90? 90,000, yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll give you the week to figure out what Georg's going to do who he's going to go talk to and how he's going to deal with the situation or if he's just going to turn around and then right back. <laughs> right back to Mr. Rapids? Well, no, right happened. back to Rainwood and go vampire hunting. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can vampire hunt. I guess if I could locate the her lair, come upon it in the day. Yeah. Vampires. That was a pretty good, pretty good twist. All right. All 
right. I think that's it for us. Ryan, what are you doing? Any Anything you want to say before we head out for the week? I don't think so. Thanks for watching. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, if you have comments, leave them and leave them in the YouTube video below. Twitch is still in the doghouse. No. Just kidding, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we'll have shenanigans on Sunday. We're not going to have Hardcore Heroes this week, but instead we'll have a Hardcore Heroes kind of sort of one-shot featuring Sean and Nick. They'll be making some characters, and we'll do some storyline that I haven't figured out yet. But we'll we'll plan that storyline tomorrow on Thursday. We're about <laughs> one hour from the end of streaming today. But, you know, I don't think we're just going to do an extra hour of streaming. So this will be it for today's stream. We'll see you guys tomorrow for planning and campaign planning for age of strife as well and um see you guys next wednesday for more dicing with death and next tuesday for more dicing with death planning assuming you guys can behave yourselves this time <laughs> uh but that's it see you guys next week bye 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 bye